everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live.
Alright, y'all. Black Power, BB48, Mount Hope Chuck. Welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio. You know what it is. It's Slaughterhouse Saturday. We're going to get it in nice for the people. You dig? We're going to do something real good. Um, you know, uh, tonight we're going to go in on a little topic of contention. We normally don't get into the into those things that we uh, sometimes label as distracting, but a lot of things got to be spoken through and um, spoken to. So uh, what's going on tonight is we're going to address some of these things that's going on inside of the Facebook, Facebook world. Um, seems like there's been there's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of going back and forth and uh, and 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 uh, a couple of things happening with where where we stand as moral to uh, with our moral character. I said, you know, we're getting a lot of. Uh, pressure on what is RBG, who is RBG, what are the characteristics of being RBG. There's been a big to-do about this N-word, nigger, 
nigger, naga, nagas, ni, niger, niger, whatever the hell, nagas, whatever you want to, however you want, want us to use it tonight. But there's a lot of contention behind this word and whether or not one who is utilizing this word can, can uh, be deemed uh, a Pan-African, could be deemed somebody who was riding for the red, black, and green, someone who was wanting the upliftment of African people. Because one of the things that's being laid is that if you um, are not for the removal of this word, then you are for racism, white supremacy. Uh, another thing being touted is that if you are not for, uh, that if you are in favor of any type of use of the word nigga, then you are in direct uh, conflict with uh, Marcus Mosiah Garvey. And these things are being laid out now that it's an either or. Either you're with me or against me. Um, me personally, I'm trying to figure out when did these things, you know, when did the elected officials come up inside this nation? You want to know that first. I like to see a layout of these moral character, uh, uh, on the moral law for this new African nation. Understanding that it's a new thing growing right now. Uh, also, you know, I just want to, um, I just want, you know, I just want to have an open dialogue tonight and deal with the reality of the term. And also what I want to do is deal with the crux of this situation right here, which really seems a more of a personal battle between two entities in what we call the Pan-African uh, uh, community, the RBG community, the new African community. You know, we have two uh, entities. Some would say giants to the community, you know what I mean, who are um, right now on opposite sides, and it seems like it's being a wedge. Uh, it's a it's a wedge being pushed in, and a moat being being uh, uh you know what I'm saying, being carved out, and bridges are being burnt. And I'm saying that I don't think that that's going to be proper or the right manner to go for such a young nation. You know, I, um, there's always uh uh. A, a thought that we have bigger fish to fry. And I'm not going to go with that thing that we got bigger fish to fry. What I'm saying is that this is an ongoing process which each and every facet with inside our lives must be redirected from dealing with this racism, white supremacy, which has, which has affected us at, at um, you know, has affected us in the mannerism that right now, man, we just barely coming out of it. Like, I'm telling you, like, we just got free in 1965, and I don't even think that we free, but I'm saying that they just uh, put on the books that they will let you vote, which is how what we call society. That's when you got some type of freedom, when you could try to participate in the politics of the nation. So, we, you know, we're dealing, from, uh, a, we're dealing from the back burner, but while dealing from there, we have learned to revamp the system. We new Africans. Once upon a time, remember, black was looked at as a bad thing. To James Brown said he was black and he was proud. Even now, we got people who who come out of the Morris paradigm uh, uh, who will argue you up and down that black means death. Are we to accept that? 
then I ask the question, where are the next things that we're going to? But before I do that, I just want to say what's up to the family. You know, family, I'm uh, BB Fodi. How y'all doing out there? Sister Camille out there. I know, uh, I think y'all seen Brother Little out there. I ain't back in the chat room right now. But if y'all out there, family, and BB Fodi. Black Power, family. And Black Power. What's going on, Sister Camille? You out there? Black Power, baby, for Hodier. Um, you were quite elegant, um, my African warrior, my my Niger, my Negrus, Negrus, or whatever the fuck. You know. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad to have everybody. And I, I see the, I see the shooting out there. Shooting, I see you out there, beautiful Hodier. Okay. Well, man, you know, you know what they're doing, you know what I'm saying? You know how it is, sort of how Saturday, man, ain't once in a while we got to get it in, man. We ain't drew no blood in a while. We've been letting it go on. You know, we was jumped on the, uh, you know, jumped on the Christianity, but right now this thing has come back. We did a show on this a while back, you know, but now it's being revamped. You know what I mean? This question is being revamped and um, and being pushed out to the people. In a mannerism that I'm not really, I'm not agreeable with, but you know the theme of tonight's question is the N word or nigger. Is it important, or is this just a, a, another distraction tool that we should just um, go ahead and lay down and leave this shit alone? And, and while doing that, what I'm gonna do is, family, the first thing I'm gonna do is um, because because the situation came about from a post. Off of, off of the book, off of the book, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the post and I'm going to allow y'all to listen with your own self, you know what I'm saying, to this right here. And then and then we'll discuss exactly what's being said in this. And, I, and after you listen to it, I'll give my uh, – I'll let you know what I read. But this is – this is off of uh, – FB, it says, the N-word question of the day. Does this represent Marcus, Mosiah Garvey, and the red, black, and green that he stood for? Black power. It's your brother, Sarah Zoom Sadi, and I'm back at y'all ass again with this real fucking talk. Okay? Uh, today... Uh, I just, you know, I, I'm hearing, you know, a lot of conversation out there, you know, about this, this, this nigga word. Okay, I was even looking today on 60 Minutes where they were discussing uh, the use of the word nigga and uh, one of uh, uh, Huckleberry Finn. Uh, you know, the, the term was used uh, many, many times in that story. And so it was a big discussion on whether the word should be taken out. Listen here. I don't believe at all that we should get rid of the word nigga. Not at all. You know, because that shit is a part of our history. Okay? It is a part of our motherfucking history. The nigga word tells us how to fuck we got into the motherfucking predicament we in. And we still in. Okay? See, a lot of people just think. 
Listen, the lines is open right now, right? So we got a video playing. We got a little something playing. If you got anything going on in your background or if you're speaking right now, please mute your line or I'll have to go through the line and mute your line for you. But I would rather you mute your own line so we can keep it going how it's going. Right now. I 
was asked, you know, about this N-word, whether Marcus Garvey would agree with it. So I had to answer the question as yes, I think it is a representation of the spirit of freedom of self-realization, which is first in defining your plans. I realized that in this system, we are niggas, and I define that as victims of racism, white supremacy. Garvey spoke a message of unity. He wanted to do it under African, but settled, but settled on Negro. Our brother Seti here is saying to me in this clip, we have to unify, and at the end of the day, we are all victims of racism, white su- supremacy. We are created niggas, manufactured here. But the social construct is what is our problem. And yes, words play a part of that, but our perspective of self does also. And, that's a, and, and, and I say this right now because what's going on is we got the irritated genie, Sarasu Seti, supposed to be like some type of battle. Now I mean, down the middle, either you, either, either you, if you with Garvey and you don't say nigga and you down with the genie, or you say nigga and you ain't down with Garvey, you uh, you some type of demon in the community, which is some shit that's not going to really work with me. Period. Now I'm gonna have to say this right here though, but this is this is how I, I I look at the whole situation, is that as a victim, I find it hard to tell another victim how to express the pain of their reality. Every victim has a right to express their pain as they see, as they see fit. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, and one of the things about what we're going with, like, I just want to know when did we, when when did we elect these leaders, man? See, like we dealing in the situation, man. I don't personality worship. I don't cult worship nobody. You know what I mean? I I I've listened to several different people. I wouldn't even be see the, the way that this argument going. If the brother said he wouldn't be exactly how he is, I wouldn't even be paying attention. Probably wouldn't even be on the on the mic right now talking to none, nobody on this line right now. You know what I'm saying? On some roach, I probably wouldn't even be chopping it up because you know what I mean. What he did with his language was brought back the urgency and let me know there was somebody just like me thinking about this shit, just like this. You know, we don't want to break this down, but what's going on is there's a class war. Now we start to get into classism, certain type of class of RBG, certain type of class of Pan-African. You know, now it's, uh, uh, you know, and when I say that class, when I say classism, it's like uh, uh, y'all niggas down there is the reason why we still in this situation because y'all won't say, y'all won't stop saying nigga, which don't make sense to me. I thought it was the I thought it was the fact that we was up under the motherfucking boot 
of racism, white supremacy, why we couldn't come, why, uh, you know, they, they got us fucked up. I didn't know that it was just our repeating of the term nigger, that I would say this right here has been inside our, um, inside our world lexicon easy 45 years, 45 years easy right now. You know what I'm saying? And inside the African community, that's three generations raised on nigger as a good, as some type of term that they could use between each other to lift each other up to be able to identify with each other in the situation that they were dealing in. Even if it wasn't at first to lift each other up, it was the first thing it was was that identification and connection between me and you both dealing with racism and white supremacy. We both dealing with the bullshit so we know we niggas in this situation. So we first identify with each other like that, you know. And that's why I looked at the brother said he was was pulling with this, with, with his words was that, if we're going to unify, we're going to have to unify on some terms. You know what I mean? And I know we all can understand that we're being oppressed here. I want to find the, I want to find the black person who has eliminated racism, white supremacy totally from out of your life, and I will deem that you are no longer a nigger. But you got to prove it first. You can't just tell me. You got to prove that. You know what I mean? Uh, so... And, and you know, and so when I'm looking at this, this is a bunch of this is a bunch of rigmarole. roll. I want to hear everybody, uh, uh, you know, expression on 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 this uh, situation or a nigga on on the brother Seti, um, a little fifteen, you know, about ten, eleven minutes, you know, on on the um, clip that I played, and we, we can get it in from there. Black Power, brother Little, go ahead, you set it off for us, brother Little. Uh, man, so for me, brother, it's just all about finger pointing. Like like the general said, you don't want to deal with the cracker. So me saying, nigga, I'm the reason why we, we ain't ahead now. I just got here 30 years ago, doc. You feel me? So damn, because I bump easy and shit. I, I listen to my nigga shit. I do nigga shit. You feel me? And they're like, I, I mean... What what is they trying to prove at the end of the day? What I want to, what I'm trying to like, like like the general said, we stop saying nigga. What's gonna magically happen? What's gonna magically happen? And to me, um, nigga ain't even a bad word. I ain't never used it in the bad connotation to where I was trying to degrade another motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I got other words for that when I want to degrade you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me, it's just some petty petty bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And um. It, 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 it don't hold no boundaries because when you do the when you do the science, like I'm gonna just say, uh, you know, my argument uh, to the fam, who created the word uh, Nigeria and Niger? Okay, Black Power. Black Power. Black Power. Black Power. Uh, come on, man, Sister Camille, go ahead. And let us let us know how you what, what you thought about with the general the clip that um, I just played of the general. Ah. Uh. Black Power all day with the uh, general. Um, one of the things that he said at the end, which was uh, quite telling, which is true, you got the Cracker Beast now saying, don't use the N-word. Why would they do that? Is it that, as the general said, it is a unifying word? I grew up with adults around me, uh, young adults, uh, older children around me, that's the word that you use, as the brother Luke said, it was used in the terms of endurance. I myself 
try not to use the word because of, you know, how it came out of our enslavement. But at the end of the day, how did that word come about? Like the brother said, where we get Nigeria from? The goddamn cracker beat. So if you got a problem with your people calling themselves nigga, what up, my nigga, in terms of adornment, have a problem with the goddamn cracker beats in this racist fucking society. You got a problem with us being mentally enslaved, have a problem with the fact that we still got the majority of our children being raised by motherfucking impressors who created the negative connotation on the word nigga that's bothering you today. I see. Right, family, brother, brother, Mekara. Brother Mikara, you out there? He was trying not to see him out there. Tell me the lines is open. We got, you know what I mean? The lines is open. So, Peace you know. Family. Uh, family. What's going on, family? Oh, uh, there you go, brother Solomon. What's banging, homie? How you, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm cooling, man. You know, uh, I remember I was in, a, uh, I was like in the third or fourth grade, and uh, he was reading like, you know, the, the, the countries in Africa. And uh, the teacher pointed to Niger, and the girl was like, nigga. <laughs> and the teacher got, she got mad as hell. But, like, you know, she got mad. She got mad and was like, um, you know, no, it's Niger. You know what I'm saying? That's how you pronounce it. You know what I'm saying? Niger. And then uh, the little girl was like, yeah, that looked like nigga to me. And then everybody started laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that to tell you, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that kind of crossed my mind when you was like, why do they get mad when we say nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they get, like, upset. They get, like, you know what I mean? They get they get upset as if that term was used on them and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they went through a form of oppression under that uh, banner of being a nigga. You know what I mean? But it's the other way around. So it's like it's a unifying tool. I mean, I'm kind of like you know, uh, I kind of because I still use the word. So it's like it's entrenched within our culture. But, you know, I think I look at it as, see, us using that word, it symbolizes and it reinforces to them that we still remember what you did to us. See, that's why they don't really like that shit. They don't really like that shit because when we use it, it's like, damn, they took the word that we used when we was when we was when we was whipping them, and we was using them as exploitation to build this great country, and it's kind of like we turning it around and putting that shit in their face, man. That's why they don't like that shit. Because now they try to sit up there on the banner, like this is like the land of the free and the home of the brave. Now it's like this shit is all good. They let foreign motherfuckers in. You know what I mean? They're trying to uh, indoctrinate the foreigners like this is a country, like, you know, you, if you work, you want to get your due, you know what I mean? But all along, 
this shit is like built off of exploitation and oppression. And that shit always, you know, uh, is reinforced when they see us, man. And that's by, by us using that term, it's just kind of like just remind them of what they did to us, man. But that's why they don't like that shit, man. Yo, yo, that's an excellent point, brother. Fucking excellent point, brother. Excellent, excellent point, Solomon. Right, pal. Right, pal. That's my nigga. Yeah, yeah, man, you know, brother Solomon, that was, that was uh, I, I, I didn't think about that fact that they, that the white people, they do act extra angry when we start to utilize that term. You know, they get very uneasy, and as you said, it is a constant reminder that. As long as that term is being used, that we can easily be, that easily in our own genetic code, we will be reminded of what happened to us. And that at any point in time, if you keep reminding a person of some things that you did to them, that that sooner or later they might want to react to it. I remember when the initial ban of what they came with the ban, we're going to ban the N-word with Al, Al, uh, Al Slick Back Sharpton. Message Jeff right. and the boys, they all came together and said they, they were going to bury the N-word. And one thing that I, I looked at that, and I, all, and I said to myself, you know, that, you know, when you say you're going to bury the N-word, we're dealing with some slickery because the N-word is slick. It's so slick that you try to bury the N-word and nigga didn't get in the casket. See, because you can bury N-word, but nigga don't, um, it don't, it don't stay in the context that you want it to be in. Right. You might want it to be in a box like this, but then it get out the box and do that over there. And my thing about this whole situation right here is really that it's, it's, um, it's something that's done more like internal fighting with this side of the community. And that's going to go bad. That's going to go extra bad. You don't want to, like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? R. Kelly. R. Kelly, right? R. Kelly raped a fucking baby. Raped a baby on camera. Pissed on her on camera. I think that pedophiles and molesters are more of a problem than people saying saying Nick or the N-word, however you want it to be. R. Kelly, before I can... Before I can go out and want to really condemn a man over the N-word, first, first I got to get my hands on R. Kelly's neck. First I got to bust his head. Then next we got to go get King Noble. Because see, we got other people talking about let's rape black women is revolutionary. So then we got to go dealing with them first before we can go deal with Sarah Sumseti about him saying the N-word. That's my perspective. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah, you know, I understand how people, you know, say, well, you know, they, they, um, certain things. Like, like, I understand how the connotation, how in this, in America, how we got that word right now. I understand the BNs and all of those things. But as I said, we got three generations of, of, of babies who grew up with no idea about any of that other history. They weren't being taught it. Their parents wasn't reminding them of it. So what right. they got was what was going on right then and there. They got what was happening then, and we just came up with it. 
So now we strive to do the African thing, to realize we're in a situation and try to change the paradigm on our own. So I don't fault the African for trying to do as best as he can dealing with racism, white supremacy. You are afforded. You are afforded the, the opportunity to defeat racism, white supremacy in the best way that you know how unless I figure out a way that's better. But until I figure out a way that I can give out to everybody and say, look, this is the ultimate way, then everybody is charged with that, 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 you know what I'm saying, that duty to defeat racism and white supremacy in the best way that you know how. And with that, I say, uh, I say, the lines is open. Feel me? If y'all want to come in, all you got to do is say part of self. I want to add on, and I'll let you write on in. I've just heard somebody trying to come in. Black Power, just state your name. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was about to say something, you know, uh, you know, I, I was just, you know, um, you know, pertaining to the word nigga. Yeah, I remember, um, what was the movie with, um, Jamie Foxx? I think it was Any Given Sunday. Yeah, that's what it was. Any Given Sunday. We was in the movie theater. And, uh, you know, they played, you know, they played the skit, you know, with DMX, my nigga. The niggas that you don't want to try, my niggas. So, like, all the black people, like, we, like, bobbed into that shit. And you should have seen the white motherfuckers in the movie theater. They were just, like, looking like, what the fuck? Like, they did not like that shit, yo. They did not like that shit, man. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? That shit, like, like what you said earlier, like, Anything that signifies unity amongst us, they don't like that shit. They got like this like arrogance, man. What's what's the boy a brother named Bobby E. White wrote that psychopathic personalities? He's like mm-hmm. a fucking psychopath, man. The white man's a psychopath by definition, man. He has this type of um this type of uh personality where it's like he he if he's not included, it's a problem and shit. Yeah. I mean when, I, you, when, you, look at, right when you look at European colonialism, he encroaching upon other motherfuckers, man. Uh-uh. And adopting their culture and shit. Yeah, so he's like an included and shit. Check this out, brother check this out, brother James. Now, saying that in the, in today, after listening to the brother said he, would you say what he was saying would be in line with a Marcus Garvey thought placed in today. What did you say uh, when he used the word nigga? Yeah, the way, just the word, do you think that Marcus Garvey would approve of how the clip that I played of General uh, of SETI, or the clip that I played, would you think that today would Marcus Garvey approve of that? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I Like, you know, I, all I do is, like, you know, I read about Marcus Garvey, read his works. I wouldn't have to know his personality. I would have to, I had to see that man and, like, you know, you know, um, really seeing, like, you know, how he operate and, you know. All right. Well, maybe let me ask the question like this. Let me ask the question like this, because then you, you write about that. You write about that. I'm saying in the terms of, what the goals and aims of Marcus Garvey were then. Do you think when you heard the clip that we played that the brother 
in his in his heart and mind had some of the same aims and goals as a Marcus Martin today. Yeah, man, that goes without saying, man. It goes without, of course. I mean, we at a point now. See, things evolve. You know what I'm saying? We're at a point now where you know he's making a certain stance. You have a whole history of you know, like what we were saying before, of what happened and how it is systematically being kept from us. Because truth be told, they ended up being telling you the white man ended up being telling you to forget about the past, right? But really, he's still holding on to that shit more than us. He's still holding on to the fact that he's upset that we got out of chattel slavery. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is that during chattel, for example, he had absolutely no problem living around you. He has absolutely no problem with you working and shit. Now that you get free, you got a hard time finding a job. Every time you try to move with this cracker, you know what I'm saying? You know, these motherfuckers that want to live around this cracker. He don't even want to live around your ass no more. Okay, so it was cool when I was a fucking slave working for your ass. I could live in our house, live right underneath your ass. But now that I'm free from chattel slavery, you don't really want nothing to do with me. And then you, you create a system designed to prevent me from prospering within the country I helped build. So that means he's bitter for what happened. And he still holds on to that shit to this very day. To this very day, we still disenfranchised by the system of white supremacy because this motherfucker is still bitter that we got free from chattel slavery. But then he'll turn around and tell you to forget about the past. You know what I'm saying? He'll turn around and tell you, don't remember that history. You know what I mean? And we go to the educational system, and we see that he not only says the rhetoric in general conversation, but also he has the, the power to implement that shit and teach our children, you know what I'm saying, to forget about the past. You know what I'm saying? So so he's the really one really trying to hold on to that shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because a lot of us is miseducated. We don't even acknowledge that shit no more to the extent, you know, uh, as we should. Mm-hmm. Especially like the Jew. You're right. You're right you right about mean? that. So it's like, right you know, that. yeah, yeah, you, you dealing with a motherfucking psychopath, man. No. Now, you know, family, like I said, the lines is open, you know what I mean? But we dealing with whether or not the N-word and nigga, what, what is this? Is this? Is this the main crux of our problem? Or right now at this point in time to try to focus on one person and their utilization of the word, and then use. See, this 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 is my problem with what I what I seen, and I and I wrote this is that it's a it's not a logical fallacy, right? If you have a problem with morals, or somebody's, or the moral tone of a community or environment, and you do use a single a single person to point out that wrongdoing. What you must do when you point that person out is not just point out the wrongdoing, but you must also demonstrate how what they say is detrimental. You can't just say what he's saying is detrimental. You have to show direct affliction to someone else by the utilization of the term. And then the other thing was is that it was a pill 
to what they call the divine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because we hold Marcus Garvey, you know, a lot of people in the global African supremacy, RBG, Pan-African, or whatever have you, hold Marcus Garvey. We revere Marcus Garvey. We hold him in a high place. Then to use Marcus Garvey was a appeal to the divine. You don't appeal. If we want to do, if we want to argue that something is wrong, we have to argue it on that standpoint alone. We can't appeal to that. Well, well, Marcus Garvey would he approve of it? Like, like you know, I can't make a stance and say, well, look, my stance is right because Garvey says so. Or uh, you know, that's the same thing as saying, well, the Bible say this. That's the same thing. This is right. Why? Because the Bible say this. And if you go against this, then you going against the Bible. Or if you go against this, then you going against Garvey. That's not how you lay out your argument. <clears throat> if something is morally wrong, then that's how we lay it out. Like I, like, like I said, I think that it's just something, it's something that we need to, yeah, it should be discussed. How, what's really the effect of this? We really need to discuss it. But to deem that we should ostracize and, and, and just um, demonize people who utilize that term, that's not going to, that's going, you know how many people going to be pushed out? And all them people just going to get together. They just gonna come together. They ain't even. They gonna be like, all right, then clear. We street people anyway. They like, we hood niggas anyway. We don't care. We like to be together anyway. That's what it's gonna do. It's gonna force a divide that ain't needed. Not in our community. Not today. If we want to divide ourselves, let's divide ourselves on homosexuality. Let's divide ourselves on motherfucking integration. Let's divide ourselves on child molestation. Let's divide on religions of perversion. Let's, you know, let's start dividing. We're going to divide. Let's start, let's at least start with homosexuality, integration, and goddamn molestation. Let's start with that when we want to start pushing people out. You advocate rape of black women. Let's, let's start with these people first. Let's really show a real effort to handle them. Then we can start to say that, you know what, now we show that we're willing to lay down the moral law. But it's hard, you know, when you when you know when you only only want to lay it down on people who already, you know, uh, you pretty much you should know that this not that ain't that don't work. Black power. <clears throat> I have on that, uh, brother Born, if it's okay. Please do. Um, you know, my problem is that it gives the uh, misrepresentation that the general using. Uh, the N word is all that his message is about. The fact of the matter is that information he drops for his to his people, which by the way shows love because he had to study and get that up in him, right? Yeah, that's real dedication. And the fact that he loved us enough to try to get us the truth and counteract the cracker beast lies, and if he used what they call what cracker beast call curse words because they don't bother me, and if he used uh, the N word because uh, that's the way he normally speaks, it has not taken away from the knowledge that this brother has dropped no, and, and how young heads are hearing him. That they're not even hearing nigga or motherfucker boom back. They're hearing that truth he dropping, which he getting out the book of that teaching. True indeed. Now you're saying that too. I, I wanted to say this that I I had young the, the same video, which really shocked me was that that video was a was a clip that I had done played for for young cats out here in the neighborhood. 
play the form, let them listen to it. You know, cats, they in between like 17, 20 to 25. You know what I'm saying? They, they listen. They listening to it, and after it's over, we start building. We having a discussion. We chatting together. And the conversation is on how we live in. How did we get in this situation? Not one time did they even mention that he was saying nigga so much. It was just like, yo, look, man, how the hell? Yo, like, yo, he's saying some real shit, yo. Like, we have been tricked and fooled and ran into this situation right here. You know, and that's what the discussion go to. And so I, I, I appreciate that I could bring that to them and then start to build off of that right there because it gave a context to something that's good. And what made me know that what I, what, what, that it worked, but let me know that what I did work is that not only had I done it, I talked to another brother said he had used the same video to parlay to some other young cats, and it came off the same way, that after they finished watching it, they start to really start to see the system of racism, white supremacy that had been put on them. Because that's where they go to, because they're not focused on that. It's just the language that they understand. They hear all the vital points. But, you know, a lot of us only hear what we call the curse words. We don't hear the vital information. Like, I gave that same information to my father. I let my father hear SETI, right? My father listening to him. He like, ah, oh, man, he cussed too much. I'm like, oh, you ain't hearing what he's saying. He's like, ah, I'm like, well, he ain't for you. I, mm-hmm. give, him, I give him irritated genie. He listened to irritated genie. Oh, you know, I like him. My nurse, I got a nurse who come over here a little older. She listened to him. She's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I like him. I like him a little more than she likes Seti. And I'm like, I, I understand. Everybody got their own lane, though. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Everybody got their own lane, man. It's straight up. Everybody not for everybody. You, you, you're not going to get 100% on listeners. Straight up. So, so we got to spread this work out. Uh, I know I hear a couple more people on the line. I see the lines is, is popping. Like I said, mics is open tonight. If you want to get in, just come in, say your name, and we can we'll do it. It ain't for everybody. And whenever you bring up the word nigga among black people, if you get a, a, a you get mixed emotions, oftentimes you got to do with the, the, the uh, concept of old and young. Mm-hmm. Most of our elders, or it be Pawpaw, uh, Granny, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, 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 the era in which they grew up in, it was a term used by enemies on a daily basis, and, 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 and it was, you know, it was, it, was, it was something that was degrading. For this generation, if you find people who don't have a problem with it, oftentimes they didn't grow up in that era, but let's be real. I'm listening to the discussion. The word nigga existed during the time of Marcus Garvey. But for niggas to see, if you're looking for a fucking hole, you're going to find one. If you're looking for any way possible to find out why we're not getting along, you're going to find one. But if you look for one common goal, one common thing we can agree on, and, and, and that's the cracker, now we got something to build on. One, one thing that, that, that you face when you're living in a dominated society is the power of dominate, the power of definition. The terms that you want to endure yourself with is even, even though – it's, in, uh, it's very personal. It's something of identity. It's still dictated and determined by the motherfuckers who rule over you. You see what I'm saying? So like Brother James was saying earlier, on one hand, crackers don't give a fuck how we use the word. 
long as we use the word in a divide and conquer mechanism, they ain't got no problem with it. But once niggas start unifying, well, then my niggas, uh, uh, all my niggas going to get in hard, cracker have a problem with it because, like Brother James said, it's a sign of unity. You see what I'm saying? So it's really how you use it in this time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Most motherfuckers, you don't hear crackers making the issue. Why are black people running my car into the Negroes? No, house niggas is looking for that. House niggas who've been taught to <laughs> enrich themselves with European language. Taught them to, to respect European language. You know, I like listening to old black Panthers in the 70s. That's why they talk. They talk like SETI. Fuck the man. Fuck the system. Yeah. They represented an uh, educated side of their community, but they were educated not in the terms of how they use flowery words. It's kind of crazy because I got a linguistic class. It's called my final quarter and whatnot, right? And we going over use of language. And she and, and the cracker, she, she Russian, but I respect her as a language because she speaks like five different languages fluently. Bitch went from speaking Russian to Spanish to Greek fluently. You, you see what I'm saying? And she asked the question, can an individual, would you consider an individual a, 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 a fluent speaker in the language if they can, one, engage in common everyday talk, or two, engage in flowery talk? I rolled my hand and said, one, common everyday talk, basic talk. If you can understand, good morning, uh, I'm hungry, you're good to go. But if you're talking in flowery words, I don't, you know, I don't motherfuckers every day will use flowery words, but don't know what the fuck they're saying. You see what I'm saying? So to some extent, we get caught up in labeling ourselves on a European type of paradigm. And by doing so, we go inward on the history. I ain't got a problem with it because it has a history in America, especially for the black man in America. Right, right. For individuals, for individuals who don't want to bring that word up or got a problem with it, they want to uh, dissect a piece of uh, 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 human history, I mean, uh, American history. Black problem. Like I said, you know, um, the lines is open, but the lines, and, and one thing that the brother said, though, I, I'd like y'all to know, is if you if you tuned in and you tuned in and, and, and um, you just came in through the talk show or something and you happen to be a Tamil who, a white man, cracker, um, the beast, or whatever have you, whatever you want to call it, this conversation is not for you. If you're listening in and we catch you, we go, we'll at least um, kick you out the chat room and all that. But this conversation is not for you. Your um your inquiry is not needed and your thoughts are unimportant right now. <clears throat> and your presence is unwanted, based Exactly. So now um the lines is open, no family. You know, if there's anybody wanna um come in and chime in right now, um on the thought on this on this word and and, and um where we should be headed to with this and whether or not it's a distraction or not, you know, come on in, add on. You think Garvey would approve? Black Power. Black Power. This is a Brother Baker. Oh, what's going on, Brother Baker? How you feel, sir? I'm good. I I uh uh am an older gentleman and I understand the fact that, and I and I you know love that, that, that piece that you put out and I heard it yesterday and if we ask Older people or elders don't don't get to start speaking the same language that this young generation is speaking. We're gonna get left behind because the thing that the, the best part I liked about it is when the brother said "fuck you, motherfucker." Right. Because it's my language. 
<laughs> it's what we do. And, and if a white boy decide that he's going to be brave enough to say that shit to him, I'd probably knock his fucking head off. Love, brother. Black power. And thank you very much for coming in. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for coming in um, with that. Words from the elder. You know, we always respect words from those who, uh, you know, got a couple years on us and seen a couple things, you know what I mean, to come in and, and give us a little bit of clarity. Okay. <laughs> I have a good family. This um, Sister Makia, man, um, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Jeannie, he, he really pissing me off with it to the point to where I don't even want to listen to him no more. And, and that's messed up because he has things that I like to hear too from him. But when you have character flaws, turn me off. And you know what I'm saying? He, right now he's acting like one of them, them church people who like to pick and choose what they want to follow from out the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Marcus Garvey didn't preach the vision, but this nigga here, he trying to divide you know what I'm saying, the the awake community right, behind right. a bullshit-ass word that don't have nothing to do with our struggle. Yeah. He got one more motherfucking um, uh, post to put up about saying that I'm an unfriend. And that's for real. That's, I'm done. Black power, my queen. Black power. Black power. And see, and this is exactly what I was saying. You know, I was like, yo, listen, man, the thing that this is doing is it's making a divide because you got you got go-hards on two sides. You got go-hards who rock with Seti. You got go-hards who rock with Jeannie. And you got people like me who I'm in between. I, I, I like both of y'all brothers, but I'm not, I'm not going to deal in this situation where we got, we going to, listen, man, I think it's something personal. I listen to the show. I think it's a personal beef. I don't think that it should be something that it should be put out as a dividing point inside the RBG, the new African community. We just forming this shit. Man. God damn, how old is this? We just start trying to get our shit together again, man. God damn, we had a long-ass fuck-up, man. Mm-hmm. We had a long fuck-up. It's probably about 2007, 2010. I'd say 2010, maybe. We started to really just like feel like, yo, man, we bought our shit. We really bought our African shit. Y'all look, this ain't mm. the flu. We really serious. And then we just kept it growing. And mm. now, look, man, we don't want this shit to turn over like this. Not now. Not now. We got, we got African communities popping up everywhere. Homeschools popping up everywhere. People listening to both brothers on both sides, getting the information. People who don't even, you know, they're like, you know, I don't know if I like that brother, but I'm going to listen to him because he, I, 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 well, I don't know if I like this brother, but, you know, I wouldn't even be really listening to Jeannie if I wasn't rocking with Seti. Right. That's real shit. That's real shit. That's real shit. I was listening to Seti first, and I was yeah. listening to some of the things that he was saying, and because you look at the playlist, right, what happens is if you want a playlist, sometimes other people's videos pop up. So I see, I think maybe a feminization of the black man or something like that pop up. And I go over here and check that. Like, oh, what, what's this? And I like the brother because I can listen to him. I don't, you know, I can listen to him. I'm, a, I'm in an age range where, like, I'm, I'm like, all right. 
I went to college for two years. I can grasp, I can grasp both sides of the uh, other situation. So I'm like, all right, he got some good information. Like, yo, the shit is on point, woo, woo, woo. Then I heard that he was, uh, uh, you know, I heard the Homeland Security thing. I went and checked him on that, boom, 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 got the information, got online, checked it, checked it clean. I said, all right, then, anything cool on that right there. You know, I don't got no problems with, with uh, how you work. But now I'm like, yo, we can't divide on this. We can't divide on this, though. You know what I'm saying? And, and whatever, I, and I don't really know what SETI had done to really provoke this right here. So that's when the thing that's going on is like, you know, you see the, the picture from one side. So that's why I even spoke on the post that, listen, I think that this is something between y'all two that need to go in the back. But since it's going on for so long, that I got to at least speak on it because I didn't want to speak on it at all. I went, and the only reason I'm speaking on it today is because I spoke on it on the post. I done seen this shit running for like the last two weeks easy. Maybe three weeks. I was just like, yo, I'm just trying to stay neutral because I'm like, uh, this is some bullshit to me. I'm like, yo, this is some bullshit. It felt personal because I listened to the show that said that they was related. Like, they had once upon right. a time been related, right. a shared family. Now you got to keep one on him. I'm not familiar at all with this contention because, once again, I ain't got no motherfucking Facebook. And the whole shit for Facebook regarding us is to keep that confusion up. You know what I'm saying? But I'll say one thing. In regards to Genie and Seti, wasn't nobody screaming Africa until Seti got on the scene for our generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, Genie came late. So I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to divide it to and say who's one who's greater. But Seti is relevant. And I'm going to leave it at that. Black power. Power. And you, and you know, and that's the thing is that we, you know, we want everybody to be honest. Just honest, just honest and open, man. That's why we, we love each other as black people, man. We Africans first, second, and third over here on Feet on the Ground. So oh, come why on, do I man. Say that? Why do I say that? Why do I say that? The sister said something earlier. Prior to SETI, niggas was hiding behind religious organizations in regards to their truth. And sprinkling a little bit of African history there, here and there. But they mainly had an agenda to keep their religious organization as the prime thing to convince us of that's what we need for our liberation. Check. Yeah. Whether it was Muslim, whether it was Christian, they 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 they, they speak a little bit on the greatness, but it was under the facade of some type of religious organization. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put the, open the curtain on all the motherfuckers and show that the African pre dates all the motherfuckers. Even, even with uh, 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 the derogatory use of the word nigga, if you want to use it in that fashion right now, that, 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 in regards to our history, it, 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 it falls pale in comparison. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you're saying that you know people been on the scene, but this, 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 this that's the one thing like you said about Seti Man is that you know he did something. He sparked the fire in the people that, that, that nobody well, else sees, brother, man. What I'm saying is, brother, a pastor, uh, an imam, they, gonna, they, 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 got, they got parameters they can't pass. You see what I'm saying? So they got, you got to fall in line with, uh, for example, a pastor or a man who don't know African history. We'll have a discussion <laughs> primarily on use of the nigger word. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Damn, nigga, you don't know African history, man. Oh, okay, that's why you focus so much attention on how we use the, you so caught up in how we live in now and what's our condition now. 
but because you have no idea what the fuck our history was like, or this was like pre-colonial, pre-European, pre-European, motherfucker. So if somebody, someone sort of said he bring you the word nigga, and the word nigga has been used in Ethiopia pre-colonial, the, the, the Negro mind can't fathom that. He, 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 the what? What? And one thing, one genius the African people have is we take negative stereotypes and uses to make them positive. We we use for a, 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 a positive reconstruction to some extent. Where the word nigger was used, we, we made it a kind of endearment. You see what I'm saying? Because we know, how is it that we know that we in the crack are complete polar opposites? So if he tell you the word nigger means ignorant, and, and the black man do his homework and tell you the one time the word, and still used today, and I asked the Ethiopian about the word capers nigus. And it's, it is uh, expressed in a foreign language and used in a term of endearment and royalty. Your slave mind can't fathom that notion because your motherfucking teachers passed the bacon uh, 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 imam uh, uh, pork chop, imam camel, who don't know African history, who can only tell you, man, shit's been going on the way it's been going on this time, man, and we shouldn't be calling each other niggas because you don't know history, nigga. Mm-hmm. Black and when you tell the Bible, you're going to say in the beginning, uh, we were created uh, in sin, and we shouldn't be coming to the nigga. You're going to come up with every religious condemnation you can to say why we shouldn't use the verb. But you can't give me no solid historical facts on the verb. I'm in the store the other day. I had this talk at Account State Severino. They asked me to come up and make a rock, brother, speak on the word nigga. And, be, you know, they had many events before this Black History Month, but I didn't, want, I didn't want to sound like a typical nigga saying we shouldn't use it and it's a, you know, represents that slavery. I put it in the context of me and my dad was in a store one day, and my dad, he come from the older generation, so he don't like the word because he was fighting crackers, you know what I'm saying? So he, mm-hmm. he don't like the word because it, it go back to his history. But we in the store. Now, I watch, my, I watch when I use it, but when I do use it, he know how I'm using it. So he hear somebody recklessly, hey, my nigga, whoa, whoa, whoa. He turn around, it's two Asians talking to one another, right? So I start laughing, right? I'm looking at Pops. Now, how is it that in terms of the social stratification, in terms of the social pole, niggas is at the bottom. But why is it that people who, minorities, who not white, who not black, Whenever they want to identify with something that's rebellious against the power structure that be, they're just being the nigger. <laughs> so I said, I made the comment and said, I have a problem with niggers who not white and who not black who use the word, who have no historical reference to the word. Why are they using it? <laughs> if, if a white man called me a nigger, I know why he using it. I mean, he got a history, goddammit. Why the Mexican using it? Why the Asian use it? Why the Arab use it? Why the Puerto Rican using it? That's, that's what the... Why are they using the word and they don't even align at all with black power? And I'm going to leave it at that. We can chew that shit up. Black power. Black power. Like I said, family, lines is open, but Rick and Rob just laid it down, you know, and that is, and that is something to be said. You know, is that how how these other uh, these other these other things come up in inside the community 
and they take hold and use the word as though that they got history with it and like we got some type of uh, uh, some type well, of bond. Brother, 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 you seen that Rockers Island shit I see on 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 hangouts, right? Mm-hmm. Now you see the Puerto Rican nigga Pistol Pete, Pistol Pete, the nigga that was from uh, 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 Terror Squad, right? Now you heard this nigga. Every other word he's saying is my nigga this, my nigga that. I mean, the way the nigga had his line up, the way he dressing, straight nigga. But when the motherfucking politics hit the wall, nigga, and we confine, and we in solitary confinement, we a cheap jail population, what that nigga say? I had to throw that Puerto Rican flag in the air and punch any black nigga that's around me. Everybody, right? yeah, 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 yeah. PD uh, Guns. What's, what's his name? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, PD something. Yeah, the project's like, man, this nigga, he, he said that to a basketball. He's like, man, this nigga, he said, hey, man, this nigga goes with the phantom box. But if we go in, if we locked up in the pen, I'm going to have to be with my people. got to be with his people. The nigga didn't make it like that. Yeah. The nigga didn't choose that. You chose that. So, Puerto Ricans couldn't be among me in public saying, my nigga this, my nigga that, because, hold on, my nigga, my niggas fuck with me. My niggas go down with the ship. Nigga, when the ship go down, your ass gonna be over there with them Spanish-speaking motherfuckers, homie. Now, you're right about that. And he, and he laid that out perfectly for us to see how they use that and how regardless to whom or what, that they really against us. Because he laid that out plainly that, listen, man, when it was time, when he was banging, no matter what, I, like you say, I grew up with my men. But he was like, yo, I had to go in the middle of the yard, lay that Puerto Rican flag down, and cut everything black. Now, this nigga identifies with being a nigga, but the politics and pressure among his own people are, are beyond him as an individual. You see what I'm saying? That he got a ride. So they're more group-minded than we are. They're more group-minded on politics that fall in line with identifying with crackers. Mm-hmm. And they pick and choose, like I was just saying, when it benefit them. If he wants to appeal to be street savvy, he wants some credibility. Yes, nigga this, nigga that. But let's be real, nigga. If you a real nigga, you would say, fuck that. That's my nigga in the sandbox in the pen and not, nigga. We gonna, and this nigga's in the pen like that. Who, who go beyond the politics, especially like in California. You know what I'm saying? In California, it's man, though, nigga. Every, it's everything against us when we go in jail. Feel me? Asians against us, Pisces, Southsiders, and Koreans, you know, they, they pressure too by Europeans. So on one hand, it's a conscious mind when you, when you, when you, when you, when you, you know, for the little Korean boy, for the little Puerto Rican, and they subconscious mind when they're, Tired of dealing with the pressure of trying to assimilate with being European because they got the same hair texture. They could almost pass, but they got a little ethnicity issue they're trying to curve. And when they're getting tired of that and tired of, tired of assimilating, they want to identify themselves with the nigga, but they can't bear the weight of being a nigga. Mm-hmm. Not one day. So it's convenient for them. It's like biracial motherfuckers. Yeah. They, they choose when they want to be biracial. You know, I'm a nigga today, but I'm not white. What? You see what I'm saying? It ain't, we using the word ain't doing more harm than other motherfuckers using the word to get close to us, to get in our politics. So it seemed like we got to, it seemed like the, uh, the contention in the room right now is that this is more of a distraction than if anything 
we need, we're going to have to keep this word on the table. Because, as I said, a, a nigga defines a victim of racism or white supremacy. It's all different type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And so we can't lose uh, sight of what's going on is that, as a Brother James said earlier, we got we to gotta see how is the white man reacting to this. Because he was the one who first came out with the Don't Say Nigga campaign. You know what I mean? And not to say that the brother is on the white man Don't Say Nigga campaign. It might be that he really thinks that it's, it's a way to morally clean us up and get us straight. But as I said, you cannot build a tax. You can't build that type of uh, uh, argument that we need to morally be correct and not say this word. Um, by ad hominem attack. Well, I say this too. I say this too, right? Remember there was a time, okay, for every myth or stereotype, there's a little half-truth to it. So even the urban legend, we know it ain't no urban legend. We know a long time ago it was real, like my, my daddy time. If you made a mistake and you were not black and you called a black man a nigga, that was your ass whooping, right? Mm-hmm. I see motherfuckers who not black and white using who 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 said my niggas really 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 testing those waters in terms of seeing if these niggas gonna rebel. I use it among I got a couple I ain't gonna call my friends, but classmates who white and I gotta associate with them because I see them on a regular basis and I may call them nigga. I'm setting the ass up. The minute that motherfucker call me nigga or refer to the nigga or try to say. I'm slapping the shit out of them. So I said among them to set their ass up how I was taught. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm waiting for you to say, I'm waiting for that nigga to get comfortable and call me nigga. I'm going to slap him so quick, he don't know where it came from. He's going to be like, what the fuck just happened? Because you, you didn't say it because you ever identified yourself as being a nigga. You said it to see if you can get away with sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. But so before you even see my reaction, I'm going to slap you. Before you even get to see, oh, you know, how my eyebrows raised up, if I'm turning blush, I ain't turning blush, I got a cracker. I'm going to slap you. I'm going to be looking like right in your eye when I slap the shit out of you. I should, and I should, if you may want to repeat myself, I'm going to slap you again. So I've been using my one boy for like a year and a half. He ain't taking the bait. He knows, he knows what's up. Like, so I'm my right. He's very, when he's right now, he's, he's looking at me a funny look like he wants me to say it, but... I dare not. You know what I'm saying? You you better not, motherfucker. Black power, brother. Black power. This sister, uh, goddess. Can y'all hear me? Yes, indeed. Who is that? What's your name again? Monumental Goddess. I believe we we friends online. I'm friends with a couple of people that listen to your show often. All right, all right. Come on in. Uh uh. I don't like the division part of it either. You know, it's to each his own. Who, who want to say nigga? Who don't want to say nigga? You know, it ain't no age barrier. I know old schools that say it and old schools that don't say it. I know young schools that say it and young schools that do say it. You know, I don't like the way that he's trying to put my brother Seti down from the pedestal that he thinks he's taking him down. I, you know, he act, it's act, it seems to me that they're trying to, he's trying to make it t- some type of, we should be either on this side with him or over on that side with Fetty. And that's the part that I, that's, that's the part I try to stay away from. I don't like that part because I feel like you're trying to make somebody not say the word nigga. And if we don't, what? We on punishment? What? We, we ain't down for the cause enough? Or, you know, it's just, that, don't, that don't seem fair to me. 
And to me, Fetty, the way he he grabs the people is the way he grabs the people. Like the brother said, if I wouldn't even knew about Jeannie if I wouldn't have been listening to Fetty because I cuss, I say nigga, uh, my homies do, my kids been listening to it, and they're, they don't do it and don't respect people. They know, they know when to say and what to say. You know what I'm saying? It's all about how you, you represent yourself. You, you know when to say it and how to respect your elders and when not to say it or what have you. But, you know, you can't tell nobody not to say something and that they ain't, they ain't a Garveyite or they're not RBG or they don't believe in what Marcus Garvey say. This is a whole different era, and we have been niggas. And, uh, you know, to me it's like it's the only thing that we can say, and if a white motherfucker say it to us, we a buff their motherfucking head, and they get that fear in their heart if they say it out their mouth. And and they know that, and I don't want him to take that away from us. You know what I'm saying? Because we can say they can say that to mm-hmm. us, and they be getting ready to run as soon as they say it. And I still like the fact that we can do that. But when we say it amongst each other, it's cool, it's endearing, and it's, it's loving. You know what I'm saying? But when they say it, they better raise up or run up because we about to jump. You know what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? Black power. Black Hell power. Yeah, queen. Black power. Is that? Black power. Nothing. And you said what I wanted to say. That sounded that sounded like it sounded better than what I was how I was saying it. Because that's exactly how I feel. It's a, it's a divide that's not that's unneeded. Yeah, it's a distraction, yo. And I'm like, we don't got no. time. For that. We don't got time for that. I wish um uh, the man that just got shot in the back. I wish he was hollering, nigga, come help me, niggas, my niggas, where y'all at, my niggas? Shit. You know what I'm saying? Who was it really that was uh, taking the shot at the brother said? Who was it? Was this an average nigga commenting on it? Yo? It's anybody that you is. Know. They say it's teams, yo. It's like a team. I, I feel like we got a scoreboard or some shit. It's the eight, man. It's like, it's like, like yo, it's just what it is. It's like irritated Jimmy got a crew. And then Seti got a side. And then there's people in between who just arguing or beat on both sides, right? Right, right. So they hyping it up. So it's when you like, get the post out, what you get is you get a bunch of the, the sideline players who don't understand. Like, this is my thing is that they got too much history for me to be even trying to. I'm like, yo, hold up, man. Don't bring this here because y'all got enough history to bring that back door. I said, go box it out, man. Y'all go put on a pair of gloves, go box it out. And, Brother Bowen, I'd like to say something. I have yet to see you post on Facebook with Seti as calling Jeannie out by name, telling people not to talk with him. You know, seen that yet. I agree, too, sister. I have not either. He has been very humble, very, uh, you know, just low-key, like this is some bullshit. Are you got missing one name that bridges the gap between both of them? Both of them love Colin. And how does Colin feel about the word nigga? Uh, you know, Dr. Ben, now we were talking about Dr. Ben earlier. Dr. Ben said he couldn't get right, man. He couldn't get the people inside the, inside the place. And as he was saying, some motherfuckers and some niggas in there, man. He had to add it in for the, talk, the language of the people in order for the people to listen. Exactly. I said. Does the community remind me of that? When Brother said he came out, 
if you listen to him, if you listen to him, his background, he's been dealing with youth. So when you when you deal with youth and you deal with people your age, you have a different personalities how you deal with them, right? When you deal with youth, when you come up speaking in big words and elegance, that's before you even get to a 20 minute discussion, the youth already putting you in the categories. These niggas trying to tell me something I don't want to hear. These niggas trying to sound like white folks. They're in the state of rebellion. They're at the early age fighting assimilation and acculturation. You see what I'm saying? So when Sandy's talking, he's speaking in what they would call a vulgar tone. While old niggas turning down, not all of them, I ain't going to say all of them, young niggas turning up. Oh, okay, who's this brother right here? And he's using that type of language, and he knows what the fuck he's talking about? And that's really, you know, yeah, that's what the fuck should you take. You see what I mean? The youngster, he teaches his messages for rebellious youngsters, and it go back in line with that line that Kendrick Lamar took off Tupac when Tupac said, in America, a black man only has five years to exhibit strength and rebellion. And it's mainly your teens. So, you know, while you're fighting, you're young, and he said that you rarely find 30-year-olds fighting or talking back. And I started laughing because I'm a child of Tupac. I'm 30. And when you look at this generation, all of us on this line mainly are over 30. We have ex-generations of Tupac who made it. Because oftentimes, that's, that, you know, that's the, the avenue we connect on. Because I know when I'm out doing business and my transactions and I meet motherfuckers, they either way younger than me or way older than me. And, my, you know, my generation is like motherfuckers is missing out here. Niggas got kidnapping help for ransom. Motherfuckers is missing out here. Whole generation. So we had we them group of 30-year-old rebels who really ain't, shit, most of us on this line. Nigga ain't house niggas, but it really ain't lost that rebellious spirit. In fact, you know, when Tupac said that five years, we in our 15th year, still talking shit, still rioting. And we still got influence on the youth. Said he got a youthful appearance, but said he an older nigga. Said he a real 80s baby. You see what I'm saying? In terms of when he grew up. So he know the nigga, the, he, he know how to talk around certain groups. And he know who's going to be there listening. And he know who not. He know who just there to support anything that sounds good, that's not raising eyebrows. Anything that sounds good, that's uplifting, but not, you know, promoting too much rebellion at crackers. So, you know, that type of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Brother Minkara, one of the things that you did mention though is um how said he speak you know, how said he speak to the to the um mind of the youth. And I was saying earlier, man, it's just that you gotta you gotta always be mindful of who you talking to. And as you said, once you start to turn on, you know, you start to talk to him and you immediately sound like you gonna preach to him, you can't reach him. You can't reach them once you, you know, you want to go, you want to act like you don't speak the regular language. See, because there's two different languages out here. Now, you got the, you got the language of the people, and then you got the language that you use when you're dealing with them people. Now, you either go, you know, when you're with your people, you got to use your people language, man. You got to carry into that lane because that's the only thing that open up their open up their heart. Because they know that you're speaking directly to them, and you're not talking to them. You're talking for them. And as you said, you can give them information then. Because if you're saying, yo, 
like the same way that said he come off. When you talking to him like that and you got information that's concise, they can check that, and they know you on point when you telling them. You can, you know, listen, man. Once I, yo, look, 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 look. Once I could remember a saw I said in Hey Woo, right? I can remember that. I can remember Amen, Amanet, No New Net, Kek Kek Kek, Hey Who Kek. You know what I'm saying? Knew where the unk was and all that shit, right? And I could sit there and talk to a young, you know what I'm saying, the young dude and have and have my unk on and be just talking to him, chopping it up with him on some real shit and be like, yo, you see this fucking unk right here, B? This what the fuck this is stand for, son. You know what I'm saying? And break down the science to him, you know, and give him the elements that go behind everything. They, they be, yo, like, like, they feel like I can do that too. And you let them know that look, you can do, look, man. This this is where you get this information from. This is who we are. They and when you talk to them in their language, they know that they could they could do that same shit too. And that's what and that's why you got to talk to them like that. You know what I mean? It's only for it's only for uh, it's only for a certain few to talk to the people like that. It ain't for everybody. It ain't for everybody. Everybody got their own language. Like yo, you can't give certain shit to certain people, man. They not gonna listen to it. Period. So what are we going to do? We're going to leave the youth to the side who ain't going to listen to it? Okay. We're going to leave So y'all feel that this is divisive? How do y'all feel about this discussion? Say that again, Sister Quinn. Do you feel that uh, Jeannie bringing up the general uses of the word, the N-word, and our people that use it, um, do you feel this is a valid argument, or is this a point of division? Is this divisive? Nah. I don't think it's a valid argument. Like I said, they got two logical fallacies in the argument. Read the post, there's two logical fallacies. The first one is ad hominem, which is the attack on SETI, and the other one is the appeal to heaven, which is the appeal to divinity. We're appealing to everybody's thought of uh, Marcus Garvey and how we feel about him, being that he wouldn't agree with it, so I got to be right because he wouldn't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? And so that puts you on the side. That's, that's, that's not a logical fallacy. You, I mean, that is a logical fallacy. You can't run. You can't. That's not a good argument. You can't argue with people on that. Because that's the same thing like saying, yo, God said. I'm right because God agreed with it. You know what I mean? And you can't, you can't argue like that. You know what I mean? And, and it, there was no way he didn't show that there was a harm. Like, he got to show that it was harm. Because before then, he asked the question with the N-word, uh, if the N word was, if you've never heard the N word again, would it improve your quality of life? So I'm like, oh, what, the hell, what is that? Okay, that's that. Or yeah, so don't use the word. It's going to some way have an impact on your quality of life. Exactly because it's, it's, all them niggas use that type of psychology. Like if you don't give, you know, you can escape from your own hell. You can, all you have to do is just teleport. Have your, you know what I'm saying? Your mental trans projections and so forth and whatnot. You see what I'm saying? And 
you know, because we used the word, that's why we in the same predicament we in now, brother. You know what I'm saying? Basically, what I'm saying is, you got five dollars, nigga. You trying to sell me something? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna use Doctor Clark on this one. I'm gonna use Doctor Clark on this one. What the fuck is a black conservative? Doctor Clark grew up in the era when the whole world, to some extent, was conservative. When you had niggas who, when you could make a hustle polishing shoes because the social construction was that that men didn't wear, didn't wear sneakers. They wore hard-bottom shoes. They wore slacks and a tie. Women didn't wear pants. They wore dresses. That was a strictly conservative time. Right? In 2015, 100 years after Garvey, are niggas still trying to be conservative? I'm going to ask a question Dr. Clark said. What does a black conservative conserve other than they naive uh, 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 the novelty. <laughs> we tried that shit. See, niggas don't know history. I keep using this term. Well, you know, we ain't got to use, we ain't even got to go far Africa. Look at the motherfucking plight of the Negro in America. We've been through every motherfucking change. From the cotton plow to the car to the airplane. We've tried everything. Nigga will still be used. And when you don't know history, you assume that the condition we're in now are due to us having a bad morality and the fact that we're, we, 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 we don't think like white folks, man. We don't talk like white folks. We don't, you know, if we, you know, we didn't cuss and so forth. And that shows that you have a respect for a language that was given to you by the conqueror. That's mm. out. Right. Big family. Big family. What's going on, brother Hegel? It's all right, family. Tune in there kind of late. This time of y'all go in. That was a jewel you just dropped right there, family. I'm about to ask you to repeat that shit one more time. That's real. Why do you, why are we enduring and respecting the language of, of a conquered that was given to us by the conqueror? And it's really, 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 really what I look at that is, is being, you know, you got micro social systems, brother born that the cracker used, and a lot of them are used to police the people. That's where they used the, you know, the way we talk, how we should talk, right? That's, that's something that was enforced in etiquette, in terms of assimilating us. That was something first used. Right. The first motherfucking experience was Native Americans. They couldn't speak a native tongue. The church ordained this. The nurses, I mean, the nuns was popping the youngsters for speaking Nahua, for speaking native tongue, right? Do you think, you know, do, do you think to this day they have a, a, a falling out respect for the language that was given to them? To some extent, no. They even have contentions with motherfucking other Indian minorities who speak more proper than them. You see how poor I'm making? This, this is used to police motherfuckers. The, the people who speak the best English seem to be mostly in bad with the with with the enemy to some extent, or or have contact with the enemy to some extent because they have to if they learn the language and speaking it so frequently. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I speak I speak okay English because I deal with crackers, but I know the, I know how Europeans. You know when you go to school and you learn shit, the real the real thing they use is to divide and conquer. So when you go back to your community, you learn all these new words and you speak in these new words. And my brother, what you talking about? 
So I'm already a natural linguist. I speak Ebonics and I speak I speak a, a primitive cracker English that was given to me over the years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because different around my people and how I talk different around y'all. You know what I mean? Around there. I think the sister was saying something. Yeah, go ahead, Queen. Now, what he said just brings to mind with Dr. Sister. He used to crack it be as your sin. Judge yourself against is a sign of insanity. And Dr. Khalid Muhammad, I heard in the lecture, say that he used curse words because the cracker bee said it was bad. Anything the cracker bee say is bad got to be good. And that wasn't the No, what happened? Oh, uh, listen, right? Everybody's line open, so I want to say this to everybody that your lines are unmuted. If you're not speaking, please make sure that you mute your line. If you got any noise going on in the background, we still want we allow you to talk with no problem, but just make sure that your lines is muted until you want to say something. So, yeah, I think it's undue division, Sister Camille. It's undue division. I think it's more of a the, – the argument isn't, isn't formulated correctly for me to even give it um, a look at. I'm in Well, I knew what it was going to do. It would make more problems than anything. Like I said, I respect Jeannie. I respect his work. And I definitely respect the general. And nobody's going to make me uh, choose who I decide to respect based upon what I feel are their contributions to I'll be the OVA because you got a personal problem with And I don't think like you said, that's something for the, if, if you got love for your people, that if you have a problem with another African, you go on, 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 one-on-one in private and you deal with that shit. But to make people turn against the general who has given his life to our be the OVA, that's problematic for me. All I'm going to say, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Can't get me to do it, you know. That's <laughs> going happen, huh? Yeah, man, like the consistency in the room, it is what it is, man. Like most of us, even if we don't use the term. It's just that we're not agreeable with the, with how you're setting this up on one man right now. This is all it is, is that we can't do this, and that word alone is not what's affecting uh, BB Fahoye, because I know people who, who ain't using it. Look, in Africa right now, right, 
There's a lot of places where people don't use that term, but they sure enough act like it. That's out. I would say it like this, bro. If you came to me personally and told me that the word made you feel uncomfortable and not to use it around you, then, you know, maybe we could reach some type of compromise. But if you're going to judge me, if you're going to give me a label or judge me by the fact that I choose to say the word nigga, and then you're going to say that if I use nigga that I'm less of an African or my black power ain't 100%, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to look at you kind of strange, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I heard the queen say something that I heard the queen say something that really uh, I didn't I didn't come up from the beginning, so I really don't know the the concept or the title or you know what's on the table right now. But who's trying to make who choose sides between the general and and I'm, I'm going to say that it's probably genie or something. I don't know. But who's no, trying to make who? Genie got a push on what he called moral degeneracy. And the first stop on it is study. Because of some interactions that they have from past years. And They've had little words back and forth. Now, this push is on him. And the thing is, this is that it's putting the people to saying, listen, where do you stand with the N-word? Where do you stand with negative? Are you on the side with me and Garvey? Or are you on the side of Uncle Sam and Sarasu Seti? Oh, that's crazy that I'm uh, how you going to even associate I'm only saying that because what he, what happened was he put a picture up and said, if you say nigga, you with Uncle Sam. If you don't, you with Garvey. So now, then looking at it in a totality now, after having seen a couple of them together, that's the same type of thing. That you... You are uh, you the you the problem. Then we ain't coming up, and I don't think that that's I, I think that's an unfair assessment. And as I said, I think it was more of a personal attack because not inside of the post, he didn't display how there was some harm being created by the by how said he used the term negative. No, uh, I don't know the whole story, so you know, uh, we'll speak on that later. I'm kind of late to the party and shit, so I'm trying to just make the party stop and try to get the fill in and shit, and then try to go back to the party and shit. I know that they go rock on, but, you know. I'm gonna just wait. But I'm gonna say that when shit like that crack off, for me, I would go straight to the source. I would hit both of them up. You know what I'm saying? And and see, is it really coming from them? Because, you know, that's some real division-type shit right there you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? You're giving people an option where it's like, look, it's either you fuck with no, me. No, it's talking about, no, listen, this, this, they putting this, this shit is like, you know the world is social media. So if you go on right now and you go on the Sun Timeline, you'll see the posts. You'll see all the posts. You'll see them. 
That's exactly what they're saying. Yeah, but we don't know who that is. That could be anybody. You know. no, that's that's like where I'm coming from. I talked to him. I know that's him. That's his, that's his account. That's him. I know that's Irritated Jimmy account. So I know what he's putting out. That's what he's putting out. He spoke on it on his show. I know that's what he's putting out. Well, if it's like that, then, you know, all said and done, you pretty much play a card for me. Hey, I'm not going to turn my back on the person that woke me up. I'm not going to turn my back on the person that dug inside of me and pulled that African, that African warrior spirit out in the hands for somebody else that's seem to be trying to put their own personal twist and agenda on the game. Now, I got much love and respect for both of them, but if I had to choose one or the other, I got to stick with the general. I can't turn my back on that, yo. Thank you, Brother Hebrew, for again furthering my point on how divisive this is. Thank you very much, because you, you, you just... Because it's like, yo, now, oh, I got to choose a side. All right, then, boom. Fine. Now, this is what it got to be. Well, who want to do that when we ain't even built the large enough community to choose sides yet? <laughs> what happened? That's some Asian type shit. <laughs> That's real. If that title didn't stick before, it stick now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yo, in so many ways. Somebody that's for their people ain't going to do that. You know what I'm saying? How you going to draw the line because you're two leaders that have two different opinions or agendas? You know what I'm saying? Why can't both of you be leaders and lead the people based on whatever your uh, war strategy is to attack white supremacy? Why is it now that we can't coexist that with shit like Crips and Bloods now, you know what I'm saying? We similar and we damn near the same, but because of one little flaw or whatever that we have a disagreement on, it's fuck you because you're not 100% that. That's crazy, yo. That's an agenda, man. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nobody that's 100% got love and they hope for their people going to even, you know what I'm saying, fall to that. They're going to be against that. I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that. I ain't even trying to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I got the whole story, and it kind of seemed like I kind of interrupted. No, no, bro. You know the um. Right on. The whole theme of everything is that, you know, this is, uh, when you put this type of division up right here, it only hurts. And it don't, it hurts self, it hurt everybody else to try to draw a line in the sand like that. When you draw a line in the sand like that, you know, you got to remember that you're standing over there on that other side. And you don't want it to, this, the line to start to get a big divide. You can't bridge the gap. And so what it end up happening at the end of the day is that if the divide comes, there are those who will hug together, and there are other people who will hug together. There's enough people. There's enough people for every thought. 
You got to people for every thought. You got to ask the question, all right? In 2015, it's a radical move to promote a, say, the, you know, don't say nigga movement. That's a radical move in 2015. To, like you said, to, 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 I, I think niggas should draw a line in the sand, but it shouldn't be on micro shit, on small shit, the smallest mm-hmm. niggas, because. Exactly. No, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't mean, I mean that not, you don't want to draw the line in the sand on nigga. On the N-word, that's what, you don't want to draw the line in the sand on that. Yeah, and, and to promote a culture that's going to not use the word in 2015, it's late. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be radical. Let's be real. Let's be real. We be holding shows. I've been on venues for niggas on shows who trying to promote niggas not saying the word. And that's that hard to just trying to check themselves. You see what I'm saying? That's radical. That's especially when you when you don't back it up with no solid platform, no 10-point program. I know niggas who was in the Black Panther Party saying the word nigga about a 10-point program with Muslim babies and with African Senate before you came out, nigga. I'm going to talk to third person. <laughs> talk to my third person. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you, you kind of, you know, once you uh, uh, acquire new knowledge, oftentimes you, you get a, 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 you can get sidestepped. And you can, you know, the worst that you can assume is that you came up with a new idea. Man, this, man, this, some, it, motherfuckers, it's been so many black people suffering, this cracker, no pressure. You may be you may be reincarnating the spirit of another African with the same idea. So don't ever think that you coming up with something that's original to some extent. You see what I'm saying? To some extent, I would say in the 18, I would say in the 1900s, it probably was a, a, a say no nigga word campaign. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it work? It's 2015, and we still having an argument. I don't have no problem with it if I saw exactly where the brother was coming from with it. But the the, the same with the N-word right now is a personal attack against the general sense. And also, I'm going to say those that say RBG. It's the mm-hmm. person. Now it's the new world. It's fucking weed. I mean, come oh. Why are you trying to turn the people against the general? What is going on here? I say that somewhat individual. And and I know my statement and my voice, you know, what I'm going to say won't make a difference, but I do know that Jeannie is supposed to be family with us, you know what I'm saying, because we rock out with Jeannie over there on, on World Horizons or whatever. So I'm quite sure Jeannie will either get wind of this or he'll hear this. We know the general family first and foremost. So I'm going to say to both of y'all, if y'all get wind of this, this your, this, this your family, you know what I'm saying, the whole squad here. Raw, hey, we're talking to both of you. 
Whatever the hell both of y'all got against each other, let that shit go. And if it's serious to that point, both of y'all meet up, and however y'all choose to let that let that uh, aggression out between each other out, do that shit between the two of y'all behind closed doors. Because the shit that's going on right now, this shit ain't going to benefit nobody. It ain't going to benefit the family. And if what I heard is correct, if Jeannie, if you put out a propaganda saying that if you choose the general is anti-Garvey, it's kind of hard for me to even swallow the pill that you said that or did that. You know what I'm saying? That's like... Yo, the disrespect of that right there is is not only towards the general, if that's your target, but that's disrespect towards not only Marcus Garvey, but the whole entire family. Because now you got the family looking at each other in a fucked up predicament with a fucked up choice, saying that those that go one way are anti-Garvey, so then that will make you anti-RBG. That will make you anti-everything that has been put down in a foundation. And I know you have to know that because you are a highly intelligent and well-looked-upon individual and the leader of the community. Man. So whatever y'all got going on, y'all really need to get together one-on-one and kill that shit or figure out what y'all really are going to do with this shit because this shit is getting stupid. And it might not even be at the hands of y'all, but those that are on the outside that's going to carry this shit on is only going to make it worse. So, you know, y'all really need to get together and do something on that. And that's Black Power, yo. And that's like ASAP, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I got, I got, so I got to put this in there, man, because this seemed to be a history that a certain the nobody been getting more slander than the general. One thing I noticed when you look at any revolutionary who who, who got to love his people. The first attack be on their character. And how it's somehow not in tune with the status quo. So it ain't the fact that he waking up these minds he's done with the youth. It's high talk. That's you know what I mean? Every time every every so called debate that was tried against the general it was never centered around the information. Really, it was centered around his character. You ever notice that? I say. Whether it was po- a, a pimp named Polite, uh, the nigga who, know, uh, who, who say he won, but I don't even know the nigga's name. He was doing the same shit. Sonetta. When we had the uh, Amaran show, the nigga was slandering the nigga's character. It's never the information. Don't let me know it's actual and factual. You you only attack that which you can, right? You can't attack his facts and his truth. So let me leave that alone. But you can attack his character because he he don't speak proper English. He don't speak in line with the with the white man a black leader should talk like. Yeah. So, thing I'm saying too, I gotta put this out there. If, if niggas is throwing gems the general, you never see a general city confusing you with the enemy's uniform. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's the most identifying factor. Yeah, we have we have niggas wearing suits now. The infancy, your yeah, niggas gonna try to pick and choose 
talk dissect a mid-round conversation, but that's what I'm saying. Now, niggas wear suits to infiltrate because, you know, your character is always under question, right? Being the black man, right? Anything you wear can be questionable. Even if you wear a suit that's too nice, you look like he's a gangster. Maybe he got the one of Italian suits on. So, you know, General Sonny don't even put himself in that position of branding because he's never caught up wearing the enemy's uniform. Huh? His uniform appeals to a certain group, the youth. <laughs> His talk appeals to certain people, the youth. That nigga has an agenda. Most of these niggas want the leadership role, want the, want the notoriety. But if you hear them talk, they really never thought about their agenda for us. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Look at the, the, city, the city that produced SETI, Detroit. Been, been ransacked by Arabs and Jews. The biggest was one that was the biggest spot in America. Now it's California, right? Experienced all that downtrodden. The motherfuckers getting, you know, the sisters coming to us. They having water outages, right? They really doing for self out there. So it's gonna be, his, it's gonna be speaking his language. He ain't never, you know, he's made his mind up that I'm not gonna be working for no cracker. Because even if I had to, it's going to some way conflict with my message I'm trying to bring to the youth. That's why I came to the conclusion I am in now, right? Because you're going to, have, you're going to be conflicted with your second personality. You can't serve two masters. You can't be a king and then have to go check in. I mean, you can. Don't get me wrong. But you can't, you can't be a king who throw rocks and you living in the glass kingdom. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm going to tell you, you know, in my opinion, I feel like it's almost like people trying to usurp the general history and the work he done put out there because that's why I will never fuck with Reggie. Now, I'm not saying that some shit he might put out there ain't good, but, you know, I got other Africans I can go to for that same information because he comes out here not doing the, the, the facts and the knowledge that the general is sharing with the family, but that his delivery, uh, him using curse words. You know, that makes me think of the fucking religions of perversion. I'm not trying to hear this. Yeah. Like Chuck, what happened? Yeah. Black power, y'all hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I don't know what happened. All right, all right. But look, look, look at look at it as more being a case of slander, because oh. America, we gonna we gonna we gonna this, this for the conservative niggas. In America, it's presumed you're guilty. I mean, you're not guilty until right. So 
if you, you know, Brother Seti ain't protecting nothing in terms of other people's character. Yo, listen, man. Check this out. I wanted to ask her Noah real quick about what Sister Sister Camille said about, uh, about Reggie, right? And Brother Reggie came out, right? He came out. He made a pleading, made an argument. He made an argument and everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, he made an argument about the uh, about the fact that you know he, he apologized. He was sorry about how how he uh, anything that he said against Seti and woo 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 woo. And so I I took that and was like, all right, whatever. You're just coming out trying to gain some brownie points and all that shit. Trying to come back and retract your words. I'm glad you came and retracted them. I'm glad you did that. You know. That's a, that's a, that's an honorable thing to do. But anyway, you still ain't really, you know, did nothing that I can hold on to until I listened to the. Um, I was checking out the weight for Doctor Ben, and they just spoke on, and they were speaking on just uh, Reggie's relentless, uh, no tireless. You know what I'm saying? Type of care of Doctor Ben how he would make sure Dr. Ben got anywhere that he needed to go, would take that, you know, and just um, just be a um, a mainstay in Dr. Ben's life for his, you know, his last years, making sure that he could get, to, you know, in and out of places and just be, and just be social as much as he could. So, you know, I, I, I took that in stride and said, you know, all right then, Reggie gained a couple points with me with that. I still don't like what he did because I felt that it was, you know, that's low to attack the character, try to attack the character of a man. You don't attack his character. If you see something wrong in what he's saying, then you attack what he's saying. Don't try to find a character flaw because all of us got those. Malcolm X said, a horse can enter a horse race and come so far from losing that you'll never even know that horse in the race. He asked us, he put that in, he made that statement in context to, how do you feel, Malcolm X, about the civil rights movement? And he said that it was bourgeois niggas who went down to the civil rights movement who had no real passion for civil rights change legislation, but only went down there to say that they went down there, to get in some variety. So any okay. don't know who the fuck Brother Reggie is. So I question, why were you born that? If you were doing, my, my grandma always told me, don't never say your blessings in public, because when you do, you get your blessings big. You cut your blessings it's short. Not, it wasn't him so, sharing it, though. It wasn't him sharing it. Taking a Dr. Ben here and there. You know, I have to question your motive, so you can later say that you was around him. And You, you see what I'm saying? It, 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 you couldn't do it for real. Was, you know, you come I'm saying that there was elders in the community who was there at the wake, elders in the community, who knew Dr. Ben, were friends of Dr. Ben, who were giving kudos to Brother Reggie for the things that he had done for the, like the last 10 years with, for Dr. Ben. So that's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying is that it was, you know, that, that's what it was. It was elders who was, who was, you know, just giving them thanks for doing that. I say, and I feel you on that, but I find that peculiar too. Because we had, that's the way for Dr. Ben. Why are we giving Reggie a pat on the back? 
The doctor now, who you know how no, they was talking about a lot of different people. You gotta listen to it. It just was it was okay. like something that it was something that was said during during people just talking about people who had been around Doctor Ben. You know how they just be talking. So it wasn't they was a, it was a focal point. I'm just saying I remember them saying that, and I was like, oh, all right then. But it don't take away from how I felt. He came onto the scene trying to usurp the general. To me, slavery. That's my opinion. You know, I I see that as self-hatred. You know, uh, I feel like certain people mad that the ancestors chose Seti, just like people was mad that the ancestors chose Dr. Khalid Muhammad and was talking about his language, his delivery. You know what I'm saying? True. And you know, it don't take nothing away from that. Like I said, I just I just seen that. I said, oh, all right. I said, somebody, now, what I took it was that somebody, I, you know, I'm always speculative of do anybody know who you is? Because like you said, how he came on the scene, people really hadn't known who he was. Not not into what, you know, into what we call what was, what was going on. People didn't know who he was. So that's why I said I took I, I just accepted it as, oh, all right, because I, how would I know if he was really around Dr. Ben? Y'all can say anything on camera without nobody around, no other elders around, nobody around to, to acknowledge you saying something that's truthful or not. So that's all I took it as. And like you said, it don't take away from the, the treacherous way that he came in, had to, had to crawl on his belly in front of the Hebrew for whatever he uh, said or did not say. Right, and let's be real. Would that apology to the general had came, had that treacherous Hebrew not pull his shit and let him know how much everybody the shit you said, the shit you did to the general? Say it's, 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 a, it's a contradiction. You can't be... Like, like, like Uncle Max is a genius, you know what I'm saying? When he put the, you know, the horse race. The race for what? Liberation, right? You know, a lot of, you know, niggas is looked at as being horses and shit, right? Every horse got a different reason for why they're in that race. Your job is to find out why this nigga in the race. Hey, I hear what he's saying, but why is he as an individual? What, what was the change that took place in his heart to let him go to this? Well, you know, where did his convictions lie? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, how you you can't be doing a good service with Dr. Ben and then attacking one of Dr. Ben's grandbabies. That's a contradiction. Seti is the shining knight in defense of Dr. Ben. Niggas weren't even talking about Dr. Ben in the public life. See what I'm saying? Niggas have pro- niggas trying to realize that Dr. Ben was at that debate with City and Aline Bay. Right up front. Who won that debate with Aline Bay if Dr. Ben was there? Who was it Dr. Ben in their support of? Huh? Who the city said in there? I ain't here bringing nothing that's new. The elders right there. They done brought this shit already. I'm translating. I'm taking the, the, the language in which they had to talk and translate it back to the, to the youth. That's what said he be doing. Oh. Feel me? He bilingual. He understand language. So 
That's what, that's what your job is, to make it plain for your people. And they can dress it up how they want to, as long as the, 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 the simple messages convey the truth. Nigga, you got a great history. You came from Africa. You outdated cracker. You older than all these religions. Very basic. The language, that's in defense of the culture and the status quo now. And you're going to be conflicted. Trying to uphold a positive image with the status quo now and then trying to resurrect the legacy of your ancestors who died in defense of that culture that you defended. You, know, you, got, you got a warp side, you, you, got a, you got a devil's consciousness that's fighting itself. Like self-hate. Yeah, that's it right there. You know what the sad part is, yo, is that there's so many great individuals that have so many resources, so many resources that could connect the motherland to us here to bring a actual strength and bond and, and, and further communication and support to one another between our brothers and sisters in Africa and our brothers and sisters here. But you keep making us lose that resource if you are going to turn against your own brother here based on something that I really just don't understand, you know, what that shit is really all about. You know, just look at it like this, you know what I'm saying? If you didn't have one or the other, you know what I'm saying, the way that study... uh, speaks to the people and the people that SETI uh, touches when SETI does what he does, you know what I'm saying? If there was no SETI, look at how many people has been touched by him, has been awakened by him, and, uh, and into the lot, you know, for me that I can relate to, especially, you know, here in Cali and shit, you know what I'm saying? It, it would be a lot of brothers that were still doing the same shit, either banging, killing each other, selling dope, Pimping, you know what I'm saying? He woke up a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, and got them on that right path. That was that that was uh, on a path of this. Uh, excuse me, destruction and shit. My bad, girl. But you get what I'm saying and shit. Yeah. Mhm. No, that's true, man. And so you know, right now it's gonna sound like that. This 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 the side over here, man. This the, this that other side over here, man. You know. This, uh, as they say, all good things come to an end. We're going to have to make some divisions. I, I decide not to draw a line in the sand on the N-word today. That will not happen. Cannot happen. I will not draw the line in the sand and say that this brother is out of line. You know, I've seen more. I've just seen so several different posts. And I'm not even going to pull, pull them and go into all of those different things that were being said. But, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just shocked that I'm shocked that the people, I'm shocked that it's going on. That's what I'm, I'm just shocked. I'm like, come on, man, we're, we're, y'all know each other, man. Y'all can contact each other. Ain't no doubt about that. No doubt. So that's where I'm at with it. I said. 
That, that's what I stayed on Facebook for the last two weeks, either. you know, because, again, what Jeannie has brought to the table, particularly that one step of salt, uh, um, the mental indoctrination, which is under the line of Amos Wilson, I rise with it. I definitely rise with the war on the rising. Yes, a war is here. The brother's absolutely right. That being said, the general is on point in his way, and there is nothing wrong with it in my opinion. And I'm not going to choose no side, especially when I feel like if you got a problem with the N-word, put that at the feet of the cracker beat. Like you said, how are you going to come at the victim of this uh, a white cracker beat suppression that we all have been breastfed on? We all got fucked up by ourselves. Ain't nobody walking around here perfect. All I want to know is, like you said, are you African food, second or third? Do you hate the cracker beats? Are you against integration? Do you, do you hate homosexuality? Another thing from the cracker beats? I'm with you. You for a BB for Hodier? I rise with you. Mm-hmm. And that leave a whole lot of stuff that we can work on. We can work on these things, man. I know, but look, we want to start somewhere. We need to start somewhere. And we need to make a real start. That should be the start. I think a good start would be that, uh, and this is an issue out here. This is from a Cali perspective, you know what I'm saying? And Mecca, if I'm wrong, you know what I'm saying, you you, you can uh, correct it, uh, uh, say, if I'm on front off point, you know what I'm saying? But here in Cali, you know what I'm saying? When we see a person that attaches itself to something, doesn't matter what it is, you know what I'm saying, whatever principles or whatever it is you choose to stand for or not stand for, when you put all your effort into it, into showing the people how much of it you are versus how much of it you are not, and then judging others by how much they are versus how much they're not, that's somebody you got to watch because why are you spending all your time and your resources into something that's not going to benefit you or benefit nobody else. So that means you have to what? Prove yourself. A man that feels he has to prove himself doesn't know who he is because he's looking to be giving a title that will give him an identity so that he can be accepted by what? His people. Right. And right. And the morals or the code in which he does, anybody can manipulate that and test it. So he's always being tested. And it's not one of equal equal weight. You're right, brother Avery, when you say that. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, regardless if a nigga say he's an MMA fighter, the nigga say he's a preacher. If he constantly has to emphasize this is what he is and, 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 and why he just does this and he's so cold and does this, and he's not among people who are in the same cult, then he feels he has to, he's always feeling he has to prove something. So that means he may not really be what he's standing on. You see what I'm saying? Because anybody can question that. Nigga, you ain't no MMA fighter, and then he ready. He go right into defense, or or she go right into defense. You see what I'm saying? But and, and oftentimes you don't even ask them why. You know what I'm saying? They feel the need to tell you uh, because they feel something that's questionable in their character. You see what I'm saying? That's good shit, brother. Hey. So so yeah yeah so so the first thing before I even before I even argue, I'm not before I even argue with you who you say you are I'm just gonna take you okay I'm gonna take you for what you say you are 
until you show me otherwise. You know, when you constantly feeling you have to, you know, the need to show me or tell me this this is what it is, or you know, and I'm not even asking you. I'm the question. You know what I'm saying? Well, on the east, we call that you and, and being suspect. And that's all I'm going to say on that, you know. Again, a general is not captured on or And I think it's not. All right, a lot of static in the back. I don't know what was going on. There was like three or four people talking at once. Let me see something here. But I heard the the point the sister was making. But basically, we see it the same way. You know what I'm saying? Button is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you be a a pastor, for example. And the pastor keep telling you, I'm a good pastor. You know, I'm a real good pastor. You know, I know you're a good pastor. But if he keep emphasizing that, you're going to be like, he got a guilty conscience about something. You know, he may be a little insecure about the role in which he labeled himself as being a pastor. You see the point I'm making? Mm-hmm. That should be something that people should say. You shouldn't have to emphasize a characteristic yourself. People should tell, People should have to say about your character. You say something which I did not add on. You know, I don't want to be arrogant to say what I think Marcus Garvey would feel regarding that video or the general. But what I will say is what I've read of Marcus Garvey's thoughts and opinions, in my opinion, the general uh, message of a BB for Hope Yay for Our People is the same message that Marcus Garvey had for our people in his day and time. I sure. We're going to have to really start defining our own thing, man. We're not in... Like I said, man, we, not, we ain't worried about the divide, man. Anything going to happen in time. You know, I just don't want the divide to be over. You know, we not be saying the N word or not. We ain't going to say that. Like, I make sure I refrain from it on the show. I, you know, I don't know. I, and, I, and it's just not something that's in my lexicon like that. Because I had went Muslim one time, super orthodox type, like NOI, super Muslim orthodox. Part NOI, part orthodox Muslim, like. And I didn't, you know, I tried to keep every curse word out of my language. I ended up in Texas talking to some brothers who I could not communicate with them at all because of our language barrier, not because, and not because I just spoke a different dialect than English, but because their whole uh, vocabulary was different. And so I had to get into the vocabulary. And we came to my nigga this, nigga that. And it's all over. And one of the other things was I started to get around youthful people again. That's another thing. Yeah, 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 that happened. But with that being said, like I said, tonight's slaughterhouse Saturday, we getting it in. 
on N-word and nigga? Is it something that we that we, should N-word, we should define the RBG paying African people by? What's good, brothers? Black Power, what's going on? Who's this? Black African goddamn power. I'm a raw squad up. Real black <laughs> atheists is on a goddamn ride, man. Black power. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Man, you know what? Man, that word is a very, very interesting word, man. And I think the viewpoint that each individual black person holds is correct on that word. Okay? And depending on your age and depending on your understanding of it, you know, that word can mean a lot of different things. But in the circles I travel, in the world I don't walk through, you know what I'm saying, that is a word that black people can use as they so choose. They can choose not to use it and say it's terrible and it's horrible, and I respect that. They can say it's a word of endurement, right, and I respect that. And then they can turn around and say, nigga, and then shoot at you. It is what it is with that word. But under no circumstances, absolutely positively, can a cracker use that word. Under no circumstances. Right? But under no circumstances should brothers and sisters fight each other over that word. Okay? Because we do what we do. We use words and words change over time. This is clear. That in the English language, words clearly can change. It can mean one thing at one time period. It can ease itself into something else. Like the word atheist, the word changes over time. So you best be understanding all the changes the word has went to. That's just real right there. So I don't understand what the problem is. So if you mad because people using the word nigga, you too motherfucking old, you need to sit your ass down on the goddamn sideline somewhere because you tripping. Whoever that might be, you just tripping. You too old right now and you're done. If you mad at your brother over using that word. But if you're mature, right, and you're keeping up, and you understand the English language, you should not have a problem with that. And so we can respect each other. Like if I'm in a certain place and the person just doesn't like that word, I don't have a problem not using that word. Because if you feel that strong, it's okay. So depending on where you at, depending on who is controlling that environment, right, whether you use the word. So we should always be respectful of our brothers and sisters. If you had a lecture and the, and, and, and the people at the lecture don't want to use that word, then by all means you should not use that word. But if you're in a place where you want to use that word, you should be able to use that word without some old head coming up running his mouth about that word. It's a goddamn word. It's a word that has hurt people during time, and it's also a word that has uplifted people. And we're not talking about the pseudoscience behind the word, like the niggas, the niggas and all that. We ain't talking about that. We ain't talking about the pseudo-ship that people have put on the word. we just saying the daggone word. So we need to cut it out. Let it go. I'm listening. Black power. Black African power. That's right. I feel that, brother. Under no circumstances to a cracker use that term. And and it's it's funny because when you know the history, when you know the Ethiopian root of the word, it's a it's a it's a word of royalty. And, and foreigners can't call you by your surname of royalty. And even when you look at the African in America who don't know that. Even, even through the use of the European, subconsciously your mind knows that nigga ain't supposed to call me that. He can't call me that. That nigga on this, you know, he's made, you know, b- before he even get to the level of slavery and the use, it's really, you know, you know, the Ethiopian royal, it's a royal term, and, and a savage can't call you by a royal term. 
you can't use my surname, nigga. You, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Any you can't even call you by your name. Oh, well, come on. Slap. On point. Too many they said. I mean, it got to be so reactionary that he going to be looking like, what the fuck happened? You know what happened, nigga. You can be fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, another thing that upset, though, that was important is that it is that under no circumstance that we be fighting each other over this word. We shouldn't be, we should not have contention. And that's something else that Sister Camille was hitting at. That if you really want to, if you really want to do something and think that this word so bad, lay it at the feet of the cracker who made it bad. Like, yeah, that's just dumb, yo, to fight over. <laughs> that's just dumb to fight over that, man. That's like crazy shit. Yeah, now you just crazy. You lost your mind. You're not really in it. You're not in it for the people at that point. You tripping. Like, I'm not going to keep on the show. Y'all say don't use it and then, then get mad at y'all and want to fight y'all. That's some crazy shit right there, yo. That just shows the level of PTSS, post-traumatic slave syndrome, yo. Seriously. It's a word, man. What? Oh, look, but... Word. So, you know, and then, you know, it's just crazy, man. I mean, you know, we just confuse any damn way. So, we liable to fight over any goddamn thing, man. You know, I think it's going to be a point, though. Somebody got to fight over the word. Oh, you got to fight over the word, though. And Puerto Ricans using the word. And niggas will give a pass on the Puerto Rican or a little masking nigga using the word. Oh, that's my nigga right there. Well, he no, he not. No, the fuck he not. You know what I'm saying? Who this motherfucker using him? He think he knows something about me. He think he shouldn't be that comfortable around me and don't know my history. Enough to call, enough to say nigga around me. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to, you know, yeah, I'm going to be hanging on motherfuckers who are not black using the word. Real talk. Who who using it on everyday banks who making songs, who trying to set up any platform they can to show other, to show their friends. Look, 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 look. I got away with saying nigga in front of some niggas. I called a nigga. I called a black person a nigga in front of them. He ain't do nothing. That's how they, that's how they use the word saying in front of us. And they don't identify with us because they, if they was, they would know our plight. You see, I'm just trying to away with saying that shit in front of us and on a couple of bases. Because I'm hard in this nigga. I can call him a nigga, you know. No, nigga, get slapped real quick. you something? Uh, what would you say then to the people that would say that they're using the word because of us? Because we use it in our music, and, and when we talking to each other. What would you say to people that say that? I would say that you motherfuckers is trying to be me when you're talking. Hmm, that's what that is. Somewhere, somewhere along the line when you're talking, you're trying to identify with the African without being an African. I mean, you're emulating me without, you know, you envying me on, on a deep level. That's why they all got, like, a certain hate for us. That's why, like, in their culture, they got that, that norm for black men when it comes to fucking with their women, for example. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to us, we seem to be kind of open when it comes to that. You know, we want, even when we bring up the issue by race, before we get to the black community, we really open open to it. What? It's really the standards other motherfuckers put on, on <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So that lets you know there's something already in their culture indicative about us. And it was fucked up about it. These motherfuckers ain't even near older in us or even have a history with contact older than us than Europeans. That means the motherfuckers are assimilated 
wannabes. Dr. Clark says sometimes the wannabes will fight you harder. <laughs> Shay, um, Brother Ankh, I just want you to know, um, first of all, I respect you immensely in the Amin Ra squad, and I just want you to know you happen to be my favorite out the Amin Ra squad. I really feel you're African uh, warrior. And not to say that I don't feel it from the other brothers, but y'all to me. And I just want you to know I appreciate you, King. All right, well, I, got, I just cleared out the, the um, noise in the background, so we should be settled in. Got a bunch of chairman who's out there jumped into the line, trying to get themselves in on this on this night right here. But, yeah, you know, um, at the end of the day, man, there's no way that we can make that the, the starting point of what we want to do, and we're going to get some African liberation, man. You're going to have racism and white supremacy is the problem. That's the enemy. That's the problem right there. Now, there's a whole lot of different fights within inside of that that um that total you know what I'm saying it's like a whole different it's a lot of different battles within inside that fight, but all in all man that's what the, that's where our problem at is with the social construct that we live up under that we are yet to realize, and the one reason we can't realize it is because one thing we're trying to do is forget things that keep us connected to realization, and one word that keeps us connected to the realization of who we are, how we got here, is nigga. That's it. And if you like, and if you, you know, hey, if you like Naga, say Naga. If you like hey, Naga, God, okay. When you say the word nigga, the word nigga has the same meaning for black in America as a hot dog. They put, they just put anything on us. See what I'm saying? That's why I ain't got no problem with the word, the word nigga, because I know it functions just like a hot dog. How you watch a hot dog? You just put anything on it. We were Negroes, we were colored, we were niggas. When it came to identifying us, the European as you was just label anyway, and when you know that, you you all get caught up in titles. Because the the, the, the power of definition is you decide who the fuck is, is, is the general and who the enemy. Who is the knowledgeable person and who discredited you see what I'm saying? So for us, we know the word games that crackers play. So the nigga say, my nigga, I got a problem with it because I, 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 in America, as a black man, I've been treated like a hot dog. They just put anything on me, homie. Felonies, murder, slander. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, the lines is open. We got the lines open tonight. The the uh the conversation tonight is on in word a nigga is this something that we should be focused on or this just another goddamn distraction we got to keep this shit out of here and um definitely the the main reason that I came out with this is because I didn't like uh the 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 attack you know what I'm saying on a person character or a city character over the word and not an attack on what was being termed as a fight against moral degeneracy. More like a personal gripe, uh, and that's from the people looking at it. 
You can see it as what it looked like. Now, guess you wanted to say something on guess 25. You know, guess 25. I'll just open your line back up. You're a fucking nigger. Oh. Uh, uh, look, thank you. That's exactly what we're saying. That this is the context we live up under. Mm-hmm. Right here. Right here. So we knew we don't have to prove the point. <laughs> okay. Damn crack of you. He felt good saying that. He felt good. He was all saying it run off the air. Because that's how scary they is, as as, brother, as, as, as we've been saying tonight. If they say it, they know that they they be in the immediate takeoff zone. They mind be out, oh, it's time for me to run. And if they mind ain't into, it's time for me to run, you got to knock their goddamn asses out ASAP. And you know, one, um, one of this just made me look at a positive for you here. I don't know which one of y'all said this is real, that when you say that word, it takes you back to that time period. And it also reminds the cracker beast of the foulness, the low-down treachery foulness of who they are and what they did to us as a people. So that is another positive for saying, nigga, because they do take you back there. Remind you, okay? This is who the fucking enemy is. And to that cracker beast, because I know you're listening, please know there's a blood debt that your motherfucking ass owe. Thank you, fucking nigga, coward. That shit wild, though, yo. The cracker go to the word nigga, like like he got a Dillinger in his pocket, and the word nigga is zombie bullet. Like when the cracker come in and, and call you a nigga, it's like it's supposed to have that much impact and sting and shit. You know what I'm saying? There, there's a million low life, dirty, foul, unhuman. You know what I'm saying? Just evil, beastly non-just even any self-respect and dignity or even a, a, a grain of sand of you even being human that I could use to, you know, give the cracker a title. But the only thing the cracker has in his uh, clip is nigga. So, you know, cracker, I think you need to go back and do your homework a little bit more, you know, maybe sharpen up your brain a little bit. Lord, I'll say get some of them calcium deposits out of that motherfucker and be able to use your brain the way it's supposed to be used, maybe you'll be able to fight something other than nigga, you know what I'm saying, or your so-called uh, white on black assault. That shit getting real old and getting real tired. Like they can use, use, it, use it in front of me so that I can give you what you need to get. See, because this is what happens, is that, you know, it's not that I'm angry that you're saying it. It's just this justification. For me to bust your mouth open, man, it's justification for me to put hands on you as bad as I can until somebody pull me off of you. That's real. 
And that's how I'm taking it right there. I'm not going to take it no different kind of way because I can't allow no singular word to have that type of power over me in the context of what the fuck I'm living in, man. This shit is fucked up. Way more fucked up than what yep. niggas going to stop it from being, man. Niggas the ones going to stop this from being like this. Okay. The lone niggas you thought wasn't going to do it, they're the ones going to do it. So, we don't want to divide this up into the class warfare, but it seems like it's coming. Whether or not you the black bourgeoisie or you one of them Negroes from the street, you know, and we're not saying that it's just the college, but it's certain type of, you know, especially if you second generation college types and stuff like that, they definitely be really off into it like that on the on on the uh, on this N word uh, masquerade. But I, I'm just really not feeling it at all. I'm not going to be able to do it. Even though I'm, even like I said, it's not that I'm. I'm saying let's just go call ourselves Mr. Nigger, Miss Nigger. I'm gonna go to the baby, little nigga, 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 nigga. I ain't about to do that. I ain't doing nothing like that, not at all. But I'm not going to condemn my my people for their choice of words in a war. Nah, they hurt. I'm gonna stop them from saying that. You hurt, don't say that. Mm-hmm. You hurt, say what, the, say what the fuck is on your mind. Say it exactly how the fuck you feel. You hurt right now. Tell the truth. There may be the other people who hurt can feel your goddamn pain and they realize that they've been hurt too. That's mm. real. So that's where we at with that. Brother Unk, brother Unk, you know what? You, you might have to come in next week, my brother Unk. My, we might have to talk about this, um, you know, just to get a little conversation going on uh, evolution. Chuck Ryan, stuff like that. A lot of things going on. We want to get a conversation in, though. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear that. And, you know, I, I would love if he could also um, express from his point of view what um, Dr. Sheikh and opposition was on this because um, we even fell off a little bit, but that study group that we're doing, um, book club, whatever you want to call it, dealing with Dr. Richard King, brings up some interesting um, points Regarding this map, I'm, I'm gonna say that way. Hmm. Yo, oh, you hear me? Oh, oh God, man, I see you still on the line. I don't know where you at though. Yeah, you didn't mind, did you? Nah, I knew this mic. I can see him. I see his joint. Okay. He called from Georgia. So I know that's him. But, as, like I said, you know, we want to talk about that, having a, a nice little conversation on this evolution, you know, just the different bones and the different uh, thoughts on this thing. 
and and also uh, some different African aspects on this uh, evolution and Kepara. The African origin of the species. But uh, let me see. I don't know what else needs to be said about this term, man. I think we're all in agreement right, right now. I think we have exhausted the topic because it's something that I think we've already have come to uh, come to some type of agreement in our own selves already. So you know, I I wish some of the people I know it was I see the people out there on the line. You know, I wish some of those people who. Wanted to, who were on the opposite would have chimed in to give their, you know, assessment of uh, of the situation from their polar, you know, from the uh, opposite side of this uh, fence right here. Just so I could see exactly what was what and how was this put together because I wouldn't mind that dialogue. But, uh, you know, I put it out to where people were in strong contention against you know, were strongly for, strongly against, and wanted to get everybody in that, that wanted to come in and put their words in on this subject right here. Let me see. I'm going to open up the lines again real quick and see if anybody who, who out there right now want to add on anything. Let me see. Yeah, I, I was hoping they would be brave enough to, you know, express their opinion on this and the open forum since so many people can uh, call the general who's done great work in my opinion is still doing great work for the ODA, a degenerate, and all kinds of things like that. You know, I, I wish you could have, you know, come here and let's have this discussion. Mm-hmm. Peace and love, family. Hey. Can you hear me? It's quiet. Yes, yes we can. Kota, this is Tanya Bailey from Facebook. Hey, what's going on, Tanya? This is the first time I'm actually listening to the show. Um, I've been listening for the entire show, and I have to say that um, I actually feel ashamed of myself right now because I had um, chose the opposing viewpoint initially, and I had um, prepared uh, a summary of the reasons why I felt as though it was uh, word that, you know, we shouldn't have an vernacular. But after listening to the family, I've come to um, be ashamed because there was a time in which I was shrouded in probably about seven yards of fabric until the general educated me on uh, the school that I was under. And I see it as extreme freedom. But then at some point I was persuaded to believe that um, – well, I won't get into that because, once again, that's a sort of division that we've been talking about all this time. And um, I just want to say that uh, on MLK's birthday, I put up a profile photograph of him. Uh, that would be Martin Luther King. Uh, I put up a profile photograph that he, uh, he had taken in about 1967 with his middle finger up. It was during a card game, and he had a big smile on his face, and a lot of people were very upset with me about it. They thought it was Photoshopped, and it wasn't. And so uh, it had a very negative 
uh, how should say, um, it had a very, you know, it just gave a negative, as far as they were concerned, viewpoint of him. They saw him as a minister and somebody who would not have that sort of a fuck you mentality, but yet he did. So my point in all of that is that I thought, well, maybe, you know, it's better if we're bilingual in our terminology. Now that I've listened to the discussion fully, I've analyzed myself and realized that when I stopped listening to the general for my uh, opinions about his mentality, um, I, my whole my whole point of view changed. I became more submissive, less angry, um, and um, more complacent. And I think I'm just going to start listening to the videos again and... I think I'm going to wash that sort of bourgeois mentality away. And, again, I'm ashamed of myself. How could I have turned against the person that actually freed my mind? And that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Peace and love. Black power, I say. Black power on that, Peace, Queen. Glad you called in. Make sure you know, anytime you want to, come on in. You know, we tuned in, keeping it African first, second, and third. But I'm definitely glad you came in and expressed your views. And, and you know, as we said, we just want somebody to come in because it's not, that, it's not that we want to be right or wrong, but we all in this together. That's the main right. thing. We, we all in this situation together. So we got to look at each other just like that, like we all in this together. Yeah, that's real talk. And we're walking contradiction, and we are entitled to change, okay, because we've all been indoctrinated by the crack of these oppressors. And, Queen, I just want you to know, you just made me thrilled that we ace um, our Facebook family. I want you to know that. This is the Camille. You made me thrilled, Queen. I love you all. Peace and love. Peace and love. Black power. Well, family, you know, we we coming on to the end, and what I want to do is, you know, we're going to go out with the theme song. We're going to go out with our national anthem. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go out with our national anthem and everything, but I just want to have everybody, you know, know that at the end of the day, we one African family. we all victims of racism, white supremacy, and as victims, we cannot tell other victims what mannerism they can express their pain. At the least, they have the right to express their pain. So, you know, if anybody want to add on from there, we go. I'm gonna I'm a hit it up. We'll go to the after party. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, we might hit the book club up, hit the Google. You know how we do, and, and get it rocking. Black power. Black power. I just gotta say the language of the the language of the revolutionary. Is one in tune with vibrations that's set at a certain frequency. That frequency is set to arouse a certain emotion up in you. When you listen to General Seti, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's speaking loud. He's speaking in what they would call vocal tone because the message in which it needs to be across has to hit a certain vibration. It has to bring out emotion in you. Because we're African people and we've been conditioned and enslaved in America, when we get that vibration and we feel that feeling, we be conditioned to assess that with fear behind it. The more and more we listen 
shut in so forth, that fear is being shooken away. The fear of trying to fit in. The fear of wanting to fit in. The fear of trying to stand is that even if you do meet, it's going to be something else. It's going to be a skin tone that's going to be used. Everything's going to be used against you. Even, even how you talk, how you look. So to some extent, why? Jesus Christ. Why, why, why mix the culture? That's, that's what we're doing. The bourgeois nigga is one who's mixing the culture. Why mix the culture that you're mixing the real with something that's fake and wasn't set up for you in the beginning? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the yeah. Tanya, Tanya became more expressed just that. And I and I really uh, respect her honesty, how she felt. She felt the change in herself when she stepped to the general, I, I, to, to articulate that, to be um, brave enough and bold enough to speak that truth. I respect. You know, and that's why I, I said before, you know, before when people say, oh, you loud, you boom, boom, bang, I wouldn't let, I said that didn't bother me. But you know what? I made a decision that I'm going to let it bother me because you saying that to me, I'm taking that as self-hatred on your part. I'm taking it as you judging me from the crack of beast standing, all right? And I'm offended by that. And I'm going to let you know. Yes, indeed. That's real talk. Because I know one thing, I feel free when I hear the general. You you feel free of having to fit in. You know how that come in. That come in all type of forms. How to kind of fit the look, fit the talk, fit the scene. You, you, you could be free to let your head down being African when you listen to the general. Ain't no, we all one when we listen, when we under that curtain of being an African in regards to what it means to be one and what America tries to say one should be. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, Brother Cause, you out there? Brother Cause, I see you out there. I don't, I don't know if you want. Brother, uh, Brother Havel, you want you want to drop some final words? Hello? Right around. Hello? Hello? Oh, who's that? This is Brother Aunt. This is Aunt. What's up, uh, what happened to you, man? What's good? <laughs> I'm on this show beating up, beating up Ethan Crazy. Hey, yeah, you better stop, nigga. I'm on the show. Uh, you're on the Google. Yo, listen, right? Yo, uh, <laughs> like, like, I, like, like I said, man, we want to have to get a chance, man. You got to come in next week, man. We get this discussion on about evolution, Kevron. <laughs> just a nice little African discussion. Yeah, let's, man, let's get a nice little African discussion in that, man. Let's get that, man. I know we don't like white people, yo, but goddamn, yo. We get it. Let's get an African discussion. We get it. No, no Did y'all look at the ceremony? Did y'all look at the celebration? It sounds like I had a whole pack on me. Did you look at the celebration, yo, Dr. Ben, yo? Huh? Did y'all get a chance to look at the celebration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see what James Smalls was dressed in? See what he had on. I, I, I seen a what? What was it? I seen him. They had the le- had the leopard skin, and then you see him perform the opening of the mouth ceremony. Nah, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see that. You see him do that? They reopened mm. up the casket, right? They reopened up the casket. Craft came. You know what I mean? And they did like a a, a a assimilation, not not the whole ritual. You know what I'm saying? But a piece, a little piece of it. You know what I'm saying? Just to 
give you a little taste of it. So all y'all that was in doubt, it was thinking that 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 the great Doctor Ben converted to fucking Islam. At the end of the day, you're fucking mad. I just want to make sure that fucking mad. I just want to show you that. Fucking mad, I know y'all know better than that, but they tried it. They did. They but guess no. who else they did like that though? Brother, I'm, I'm reading out on on that. I can't stand Whatever the fuck. I can't stand it. And yeah. you handled your business, so did the brother Star. Mm-hmm. You chopped it up. And it was a thing of beauty. And oh, I listened to the whole four hours of change. Mm-hmm. We went back and did another one, and we showed the actual ceremonies, and then yeah. we showed the lioness imam. Because the imam uh, spoke at the funeral, and he was buck dancing. He had none of that slick shit to say. When he was hiding behind his little mouth, he was talking shit. I mean, when he was there in front of the crowd, he that nigga recant. He was on some other shit. Just want y'all to know that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can't shit. You know, I, all of a sudden, thirty warehouse. Imam said, Imam he said, Dr. Ben don't belong to nobody. So now he goes from being a Muslim, belonging to the Muslims, he don't belong to nobody now. Dr. Ben don't belong to nobody. He belonged to he belonged to the creator. Okay, nigga. To the creator. Now he belonged to the creator. But when he was you in his mom's line, yeah, but when he was in his mom's line, right? Uh, Doctor Ben was a Muslim, and he turned to come on, yo. I just want y'all to know, yo, that the, 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 the brother Doctor Ben, yo, yo, is a great ancestor, yo, and he taught people how to respect oh, and honor and not be in fear of honoring their custom, their tradition, and their ancestors, yo. So at the end of the day, he would have never turned back for that. But if you go to the destruction of black civilization, right, they talk of, they speak of Queen Azinga. And, and the British, and not the British, but the, the Portugal did the same thing. They claimed that she converted back to Christianity after she spent her whole motherfucking life fighting and beating up Christianity and racism, white supremacy, yo. They say they converted. They try to make it seem like you convert back to the slavery religion, yo. That's their thing. So I've seen that movie before, yo. They will stop at nothing. So all of y'all that's teaching, you know what I'm saying, keep doing these shows, keep writing information, do YouTube videos, leave that shit forever, yo, for the world to see, yo, that we do not convert back to the religion of our own slavery, yo. Because they're going to, I'm telling you, when when, when you die, you're going to try to put you in the fucking church. They're going to try to say you were saved. They're going to do all that shit, man, because they live in fear. I just want to say that. Yes, Black Powell. Black Power. We definitely um we definitely thank you for for dropping them tools on us right there. It says we know that it already went out over YouTube. I didn't see that. I did not see that um ceremony right there. So hopefully it'll be out for everybody to be able to look at. I did. It's on the YouTube page. It's like, you can go on my YouTube page, but you might not know what the fuck you're looking at. You know what I'm saying? But you see they reopened that casket and we just did a hangout on it and I took an excerpt and played it. So you can see. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, we'll open them off ceremony, you'll see it. He gonna have no leopard skin on, all that. No doubt. Juju man, nigga. Let him know, Juju. The hell with the Islam Christianity Juju. Fuck that shit. Let him know. I say. Black, I say. Black power. Yo, brother James. Solar mind. Where's solar mind at? Where's solar mind is out there. Solomon ain't, ain't back out there. Let's see what's going on there. Well, listen, family. You checked out some books. You get a chance to run through them books yet, bro? 
Yeah, I, I, I opened it. I opened it up. I cracked it up. And matter of fact, I'm about to bring it into our Google Hangout and, and, and read the and read the table of contents to the family and everything. We'll have to All discuss right. that a little bit later. We're going to check it out for you know, give it to one soul. Yeah, make you, you know, make sure make, make sure the brothers and sisters on it specifically the sister, yo, make sure she get that, yo. Yeah. Make sure they get that, yo. And when y'all get that, don't share that shit. That ain't for everybody, dog. Let y'all know that. Already. All right. Just for y'all, yo. Motherfuckers is, is, is serious about what they doing, yo. 300 of them. Bye-bye. There you go. But yeah, we can get that discussion in about the evolution and, and where and where the European fuck up at. We can do all that. I'm ready for that. Brother, no, Go ahead. What'd you say, sis? I want to ask you a question. Because mm-hmm. I told you um, have done extensive study. Have you read Dr. Richard King's um, African Origin of Biological Psychiatry? No, I heard some. No, matter of fact, I had a discussion with somebody. No, I haven't read that yet. And I, I don't have it in my library. And, and and just this week, someone was talking about that, and they quoted something from that. So I guess I got to get that book. Yeah, we've been doing a, a hangout on that uh, for for a few weeks now. And and please, I want you to um um read that book and then get back at me because I want your opinion too when you when you come on the show on uh, the great shake out the Diop's position. On, on evolution, and, and particularly uh, how the crack of beast came about, you know, what evidence is available that would uh, give a, a, a plausible theory on that. Because I think Dr. Richard King's work, and particularly how he uh, showed that the carbon atom, which is the key atom of all living things, is what melanin is made from, and melanin was the first chemical to capture light and be able to re- reproduce itself. And the book really deals with uh, the biological and psychological relationship oh, with melanin and how it answers the All right, I got okay. Okay, it. Okay, good, sis. He deals with how our ancestors uh, spent thousands of years studying their own essence, blackness, the black dot, uh, which they got, uh, uh, which they came with the concept of the Uraeus. Um, uh, which we call the third eye, the pineal gland. And the uh, what's his name again? Give me his name again. Richard? Yeah, he was a student of uh, uh, Dr. Ben. Dr. Ben. Okay. Uh, Dr. Richard what? Richard King. Uh, Dr. Dr. Richard King. Yeah. Uh, Richard King, MD. Huh? Dr. Richard King. Yeah, he was, Um, he learned under Dr. Ben. Dr. Ben. Um, said in a lecture that it was Dr. Richard King who gave him the ideal to take our people back to Egypt or, or to or Kemet um, after he had took him and some oh. other, I guess, actual equation um, back. I see his book. So what do you say white people came from? What do you say? We ain't going to talk about that right now, man. We don't want to drop that yet. We don't want to drop that. We want to leave that for the show, man. We want to leave that for the next show. We're going to do that on Saturday. Look, we don't want to get into all that right now. We might can get that into the after party. We don't want to put that on the air right now. We can get in the after party and do some discussion. We can check you out in the Google or something like that. You feel me? We don't want to drop that on the air right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We want to leave something for the people. So, you know what I'm saying? Man. Listen, this is your brother, Boy. Y'all make sure that y'all tune right in. Now. Huh? What was that? That was, that was crazy. Yo, brother, uh, brother Little. Where Brother Little at? <laughs> Yo, brother Black Little, Power, you know, the family, family already spoke for me. You feel me? Alright, no doubt, no doubt. You know, with Black Power with this shit, I, I, I'm a nigga from the streets, babe. That song with I can't be faded, cause I'm a motherfucking nigga from the streets. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Black Power on that. Any nigga got a problem with that? Come see me, Black Power. And with that being said, we gonna leave off with our brother Little. You know, we make sure the theme music is right. So here we go. Check y'all out next Tuesday, 9.30.
on next Tuesday, it'll be 10 p.m. Eastern news, news, and more news. Next Saturday, check us out with Bubba Uncle Ken. We're going to be discussing evolution from an African standpoint. That'll be next Saturday, Slaughterhouse Saturday, 9.30 Eastern p.m. Come on and get with a speed on the ground, baby. Baby for Hodier. Crack it in the trunk. House nigga two. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.